0: You're listening to ABQ Central.
1: Well, to be, to, be
0: to, be to be fair. 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 With your hosts, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. This is all right, this is going to be so good. 95.9 FM, 610 The Sports Animal. The
2: cream of the crop.
0: And TalkABQ.com.
3: Turn it up. Turn it up.
4: Good. Duke City, thank you for joining us so early, I can see you sitting right there, coffee in hand, you got a scone or a muffin or a donut in front of you, which one is it, 505-246-0610, text me your favorite breakfast food. We'll talk about your favorite breakfast food.
1: Especially a, a can of beer next to the bed.
4: <laughs> okay, we talked about this the other day on the show. Your favorite, that we did the varsity of favorite beers. And my favorite of all time, and I don't have it often, mm-hmm. but the shower beer.
3: You ever oh do my. a shower beer? I don't think I've ever done the shower beer. <laughs> It'll change your life. Don't. How does it keep cold? No, it doesn't. See, no.
4: So here you go. <laughs> you take a super hot shower, crack that beer right before you get in, You set it on your, wherever you got a flat space in the shower. Okay. You got that super hot water running on you. And after a long day or beginning of a long day, maybe, have that sip of cold beer in the shower with the running water on you. It's magical. Okay. I'm going to have to check this out. Well, for now, we'll do coffee in a scone. <laughs> Welcome to ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM610D, Sports Animal. I'll be your host for the three hours this morning. I'm Van Nunley. And usually alongside me is best in the biz, voice of New Mexico Highlands, all things sports, all things WWE, all things old man Gran Torino, Fred Slow. He's on assignment in Las Vegas today and apparently Las Vegas just decided to turn their interna- internet off for one day so we're going to have a Fredless day this morning but we're bringing in the big guns in his stead he killed it so hard yesterday
3: we brought him right back Robert Buck D Gibson good morning buck how you doing good morning good morning good morning i have a bone to pick with you oh here we go the coffee I'm not a coffee person. Not a coffee guy. I, I may be in the huge uh, minority here, but uh, coffee does not do it for me. Never has. Okay. I'm a natural wake-up, let's-go-get-it person. All right. That's so it. you're lucky,
4: first off. Mm-hmm. You don't got a bone to pick when you're naturally better than me. <laughs> I have to have coffee. Like, I had to pump myself up. You
3: saw me out here doing some push-ups trying to get ready. Yeah, yeah to Get the yeah. blood flowing here. Yeah. You, you had me worried. I was like, what gotta, kind of show are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> i gotta sweat already like
0: <laughs> we're not
4: getting physical and i am not debbie gibson i am van nunley co-host of abq central on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal super producer mike vital stepped away for a second you gotta take a potty
3: break mike's the man what isn't he an honor to meet he he's you the feel, man it makes yes. you feel special right? yes Yes. Like a unique snowflake. And and he has a lot of knowledge about everything. He's a person you can talk to about anything. I love people like that. He's lived a life. Yeah. Vital could have like
4: a Forrest Gump esque There you go. Story about him. That's the energy I get. Yeah. That's the energy. He's I been get. everywhere. Like yeah. no matter what you bring up, he was like, "Oh yeah, I was there." Like I yeah. I I worked for yeah. the the Kennedy campaign in 68. <laughs> I was like,
3: "What?" Dropping facts what? that only someone that was there would know. Yeah.
4: Yeah. We're going to be talking sports with you for 3 hours this morning. Star TV and Radio, KOB TV's very own Brandon Ortega is going to call in eight thirty, eight forty five, whenever, he'll figure it out. He's got a kid to feed, so he's going to feed his Lovely son Julian Breakfast, the cutest little kid ever. And he's going to call in with us. We're going to talk Cleveland Rio Rancho, insane game. I watched Brandon on the night beat last night, game day in the night beat. This dude's the best in the business. Mm-hmm. I try not to watch him too much because it makes me
3: feel like a talentless hat. It's like, what, 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 what am I doing? Yeah, what am I doing? This? Yeah, why can't I attain that? This is the model right here. I'll never obtain this. Like,
4: why am I even watching? Right. Best in the biz, Brandon Ortega joins us. 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock, we have our last hour contributor, All Things Sports, Mr. Ryan Tamari, sits in with us from 10 to 11. But for two hours, you've got Van Nunley and Buck D talking sports. We were texting last night and I was texting you how sad I was. Well, first off, let's unpack- unpackage this coffee thing.
3: Yes, yes, yes. Because
4: I texted you this morning. I was like, How do you take your coffee? And he's like, Invisible. Invisible. I don't.
3: <laughs> and I was like, Okay. <laughs> all right. Just wake up, ready to go. Yeah, like, I get up like the Undertaker, man. I just. Just ready it's to time. go. It's, it's time to get up. All right. Snooze. Talk to me about snooze button. Once. One snooze? I'll hit one snooze. One snooze. That's all I need. Get your mind
4: right. One right. snooze. Get up.
3: Yeah. That's what camp I'm in. Okay.
4: Yeah, if, I, if I'm if i going to sleep in, I'm going to sleep in. But usually I'm a one snooze guy.
3: Yeah, and, and see, my girlfriend is the opposite. I think that helps me with the one snooze, so I don't want to lay there and hear the tin that she has going on. Uh-huh. It's like, let me just get up. Just get up and get out of the way. Yeah, let me get in the shower. This is not going to start my day off right. So have you always not been a coffee person, or did you have to learn a valuable lesson? Always. I yeah. just... Uh, You know, for me, it was like cigarettes. I did it once, and I was like, this is not for me. Not for me? No. Okay. And and the taste was in the back of my throat for like a week. Oh, I love it. I was trying to brush it away, and I was like, this isn't it. I can't do it. No. No.
4: I have an adventurous palate, so I like all the flavors. Yeah. And I like the extremes of all the flavors Mm -hmm. and super spicy food, super bitter coffee, super sweet, you know. And the, the bitter coffee, like I'm a black coffee guy, New Mexico Pinon. Big shout out to New Mexico Pinon. Mm-hmm. Friend of the show. We do a lot of cool stuff in the community. Uh, I love New Mexico Pinon coffee. Even before New Mexico Pinon coffee was a sponsor, like that was my jam. You were just there, yeah. Like, even when yeah. I lived in Las Cruces, like over a decade ago, I would get New Mexico Pinon coffee and have it in Las Cruces. So, yeah, some black strong new
3: mexico pinion coffee that's my jam i love that bitter part of my palate i would be bouncing off the walls that was another thing it, it was like i was on pre-workout for a week oh okay it, it was like that and i could feel my pupils on my eyes moving real fast <laughs> <laughs> I was like no nah, i don't like the way this feels no i'm good so you you've always been like
4: they always been high energy just ready yeah. to start the day yeah yeah see I, I take a while to get going like i'm when i'm up i'm up But it takes me a while to get going. I need that cup of coffee. I need a little snack. I need to plan out my day. Okay, get a sweat in. You know, then I'm ready to kill the day. Yeah, I do all that. I'll probably go back to bed. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, so you're ready to go once you get up, but you got to pace yourself. Yes, exactly,
3: exactly. That's perfectly described right there. Friend of the
4: show. Thanks for getting up with us this morning. 505-246-10, hit us with your hot-button topics, we'll answer any sports question you want. Buck D is our guest today, he's a wealth of knowledge, he's a sports fan, he's a hip-hop head, he's a local comedian, he's a host of a hip-hop radio show, and he absolutely killed it yesterday, so if you were with us yesterday, you know what wealth of a talent that he is.
3: Yeah, and Fred, (laughs) just stay where you're at, I got this, man. Alright, yeah. You're good.
4: See Fred's an early riser too. I can tell. He's like you. He's a, he's a go-getter the second tell. he wakes up. I could tell. Yeah. Yeah. So me and Fred like we're on the board of the Y. So like we work out at the Y almost every morning and I come in 6:45 or 7, sometimes 7:15 and I'm like, "Hey, good morning, man." He's like, "Hey, bro. So I got this idea and look, this is what we're going to do." And I'm like, "Fred, Slow down. Give me 15 minutes, yeah. bro. Yeah. Let me stretch at least. Yes. So Fred comes in hot, and I appreciate that about Fred because it really balances out our energy, and I really appreciate that about him. But for three hours, we have zero Fred. He might call in. Who knows? But he's up in Las Vegas, New Mexico, calling New Mexico Highlands football today. They're playing somebody, another football team. Fred might call in later and tell us all about that. Also, 505-246-0610. Hit us up on the Sports Animal text line. If you're too nervous to call in, that's fine. We get it. But you're not too nervous to send us a text. Constructive criticism appreciated. You guys. Those are the best. You guys suck. Talk more sports is not constructive criticism. That's you (laughs) being a
3: hater. Don't waste your time. You guys don't get those, do you?
4: Got, oh all the time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All the time. We love it too. We need it. We feed off of it. Yeah. The wise wise man Abraham Lincoln once said, if you don't have haters, you're not doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> so we we live, we live on that mantra. We live on that mantra here at ABQ Central. We got NFL talk, we got World Series talk, we got NFL trade deadline talk. We have super too early overreactions for the NBA season coming up. We got all your hot button sports topics, we got some crazy stories. And I don't feel like we did our hip hop segment enough judgment uh justice yesterday, so we're going to talk some more
3: hip hop Oh, we can bring it back? Okay. I like bring that. Cuz you I'll... have a you have a hip hop shirt on right now. Yes, yeah? and I get asked about it everywhere. I go when I wear it. I have a question too and, about and it. nobody understands it. I, so I I know you do. I do. I know you do. Yeah, I do. For you to even know yeah. to even know uh that it's gonna be a reference to something that is should be known in the hip hop community. My Astros almost got no
4: hit last night. Oh. A two hitter against the best offense in baseball. At the Braves home game where I didn't see a drop of orange in the stands. We'll be right. touching on that yeah, when we come back here with some ABQ. This
0: one's going pretty far back. And gone. Travis Dardot bombs away here on the bottom of the eighth. And it's two nothing atlanta.
4: Welcome back to Dave and Busters Presents, ABQ Central live from the at talk ABQ studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee, and we play on Team I-9. We're also getting strong with Evolve Strong. Me and Fred were doing Sober October all month with Evolve Strong. And today's the last day of Sober October, because at Talk ABQ Productions, Fred and I are putting on the Rocky Horror Picture Show at the historic, newly renovated Lobo Theater tonight. And there's like 15 tickets left, if you want them. Loyal listener, you don't got nothing to do tonight. com. There's like 15 or 20 tickets left, I'm not sure. But we're going to have a sellout crowd tonight at the Lobo Theater. We're very excited for all of these super passionate performers and Rocky Horror Picture Show junkies to come out and get weird with us.
3: Sober October is over tonight, Buck. Are you counting down the hours? I am. I can tell in I your eyes. Am. I <laughs> am. It was.
4: It was a rough one. The first. The first few days, because me and Fred drink. Yeah. I mean, we we go out. We go hard. But like I take care of myself. Like baseline. Mm-hmm. Eat right. Exercise, so I can party and have a good time. So the first few days of Sober October always hit really hard. It's like, man, this is this is tough. I'll just have one beer. Just just one. And like a little devil's advocate. Little devil on my shoulder saying, It's okay, buddy. You can have one. It's like, no, we're doing this right. We're can doing you, this right. Can you really have one beer though? See, I can. Yeah. I'm I'm one of those magical alcoholics that can just have one. Like, I, I have can have to have two. I have one at a happy hour. I can have like one glass of wine with dinner. Like I can do that. Okay. I don't want to. Yeah. But I yeah. have that
3: ability. Yeah.
4: Okay. So I can also have two. I can't have three, because I have three, I want six.
3: Yeah, that's my threshold with yeah. two. If I have more than two, yeah. I'm going to have a six. Just keep going. Yeah, it's Just like, hey, going. it's a party. But I'm
4: excited. 12.01 tonight. I'm going to break Sober October at the Historic Lobo Theater, watching Rocky Horror
3: Picture Show. You ever heard of a shadow cast? Well, you were telling me what it was yesterday. I'd never heard of it until you explained it to me. Yeah. So if you've never heard of a shadow
4: cast, it's really exciting and loyal listener, I'm just gonna ramble about Rocky Horror real quick and we'll get to the World Series. So what you what a shadow cast is, is you show the movie and then you have a play of the movie right in front of the movie. Some of the scenes match up perfectly, some of the scenes are interpretive, but it all matches up with the movie and it's it's so interesting, it's so fun. Every ticket sold gets a prop bag where you get to interact with the performers and the crowd. See, that's the fun thing right there, the interaction. And there's, and there's Rocky Horror Picture Show junkies of all ages who know all the taglines, who know all the callbacks, who will yell stuff at the, the performers and the crowd gets together. It's, it's a lot of fun. All right, I distracted myself enough from my pathetic Astros
3: long enough. I see that's what you were doing. I know. You are putting tr- it off. It's too late. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a tactic. You know what's so funny? How quickly you went into the Packers yesterday. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we're letting some time melt off before we talk about this game three. That was rough to watch. Like, <laughs> You know, uh, the first and second inning
4: were going on while we were on air last night. And then I had a couple errands to run. Uh, For some of the theater performers last night. And I sat down and watched the fourth through ninth inning every pitch. I try not to miss Astros playoff baseball. I mean, up until last night, I've seen every pitch of every game so far. But I had to have my phone up against my car console streaming it as I was driving around town and running errands and stuff, which is wildly dangerous. Please don't do that, loyal listener. So I caught most of it. But what I did watch was painful as an Astros fan. So I felt like, you know, we talked about it last night on the show. It's like Astros versus America. So as they were being no hit, I was like, everyone on earth loves this except
3: for me. Yeah, I'm sitting here in agony, and everyone else loves watching this. I was so surprised because we know the type of offense they have. Sure. Like we said, they're battle-tested. They've been through the postseason deep for the past five years. And to see that was shocking to me.
1: Normally, two runs doesn't beat the Astros in the past.
3: No. Two runs is not enough against the Astros. They scored over five runs a game. And they got the second run super late. Yeah. So it was really 1-0 yeah. a little bit. For seven innings. Yeah.
4: yeah. Darno got the solo home run. Added a little insurance for the closer in the ninth inning. Like, I really didn't have a lot of confidence after the fifth inning until the ninth inning. When right. in the ninth inning, the three, four, five hitters come up, Braves' closer hasn't been as lights out as he was early in the year. Bregman puts a couple good swings on it. You know, when you foul the ball straight back, that means you are right on the yes. ball. Yeah. That means you're just a quarter of an inch from hitting a home run if you're fouling the ball straight back hot. He fouls one straight back hot. I was like, oh, here we go. And then next up, Jordan Alvarez, who hits lefties just as good as righties, hits a, just a dinker pop-up off the handle. I was like, oh, no. I was like, you know what? All right, here we go. Carlos Correa. Here we go. Come on, Carlos. Nothing. Two-hitter. And to be honest, it should have been a one-hitter. One. Yes. Eddie Rosario, when he was coming in on left field, I think shortstop Dansby distracted him. Right. And he took his eyes off the ball and let it drop. The feeblest hit I've seen in a long time. He was under it. He had all the time in the world. Like Even him being late, being a couple steps off, he still could have dove and caught the ball. But I think he was worried. I think he probably lost it in the lights and then heard uh, the shortstop's footsteps and then just at the last minute instead of, you know, diving and letting the ball get by him or whatever, making it worse, just like let it fall in front of him. And there goes the no-hitter. Later in the game, pinch hitter Oledmus Diaz had the only real hit of the game. Mm -hmm. I only saw two well-struck balls all game. So out of 160 or whatever total pitches it was, there were two hard-hit balls. A line-out to center field by Kyle Tucker and then Oledmus Diaz's single that probably could have been
3: stretched into a double if he wanted it's hard to watch how do you feel about them not leaving Anderson in I thought they should have gave him one more inning
1: I agree good point Robert
3: I've never well we kind of talked about this They're, they're doing the pitching completely different than what we're used to growing up yeah and I'm like he's not getting hit Fifth inning, what are we doing?
1: Robert, no pitchers go through a lineup three times. Don't you know that? <laughs>
3: yeah, I know. It's, it's it's hard to see that now.
4: He's young. I mean, he played last year, but technically by games played, Ian Anderson is a rookie. And you got to think your coach knows you, right? You see the signs. Maybe his his form let up a little bit. Maybe the last inning his manager didn't feel he was as sharp. Maybe he was around the strike zone too much. I can't get into the head of the manager. But your pitcher, no hit, the best offense in baseball for five innings and only threw 76 pitches. You know this kid's young arm can go 100, 110 easily, and you yank him when you know that you have two bullpen games back-to-back.
1: Most young pitchers get lit up the third time through a batting order. I've noticed that in the last five years.
4: And, you know, I'm sure the uh, Braves' manager, took that into account. He was like, all right, we've milked this kid as long as we can. He's been lights out, third rotation in the order's coming up. They've seen tons. They've seen every pitch he's got. It's time to yank him. But if you know you got two bullpen games on back-to-back days, you
3: let the kid ride it out, right? Those days are over. I, I was just looking up some information. It's like, when was the last complete game in the postseason? 2016. Wow. Madison Bumgarner. Oh, my God. That was a hell of a performance. You now long ago that is. Yeah. It, it's so many records that won't be touched by just because of the way that games are managed now. And maybe that is a warning for a
4: lot of teams and front offices and managers that Madison Bumgarner has not been the same since that series. You're right. He's been injury-plagued. You're right. He hasn't had the same zip on his fastball. He hasn't been the lights-out dominant pitcher since then. Because he threw a a complete game, uh, almost complete game, and then came in relief in game seven
3: and pitched like – Five and a half innings. And and that complete game was a wild card game. Mm. Four hit, complete game. National League wild card game, 2016. Yeah. That seems a lifetime ago. It's a different game now. Right. That's like before the openers,
4: the Tampa Bay started using openers. And yeah. The league started copying Tampa Bay on everyone everything they did. Yeah, everyone does it now. Yeah. You even saw the Dodgers, like. I mean, you you watched a lot of Dodgers games. I didn't see the Dodgers do it all year, and then they started using openers in the playoffs.
3: I was like, "Where where is this coming from? I was like, we got a good rotation. Let them do what they do. But I don't get paid the big butts. I'm a fan. I'm an emotional fan, okay? Sure. Overreaction city. <laughs> yes.
1: Now it's bullpen by committee now the next couple of games. And Do you know what? Your your Dodgers, Robert, aren't the only team that got shut out. So the Braves are pretty good.
4: Yeah, the, the Braves bullpen is no joke. Oh, yeah. They've been good all year. And as opposed to the Astros, the Braves bullpen has been on the Braves for a while. A lot of these guys are homegrown talent. Who have been in that in that pitching staff and had the same pitching coach for a long time? Two the the Astros seventh and eighth inning guys are mid season acquisitions. Jimmy Garcia, who is the closer for the Marlins, they got him at the trade deadline, and Kendall Graveman, they got him from the Mariners at the trade deadline. These guys are new, but the Braves have like a cohesive unit who have been pitching and playing together for a while now, and you know that unity stands together especially at home.
1: I feel like I'm watching the Jethro Tull Band with some of the way their pitchers look with the long hair. <laughs> I love it, dude. <laughs> yeah,
4: I love the playoff beards and the yeah. playoff hair. Yeah, I'm with you. So we'll got more World Series baseball when we come back. You're listening to ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Duke City. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents ABQ Central, live from the At Talk ABQ studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I-9 Sports. And it is the last day of Sober October, and we are getting strong with Evolve Strong. It's been a good month for the boys working out at Evolve Strong Fitness, getting oh, it's our sweat on.
1: 30th. You got one more. You got Sunday, too.
4: Uh, tomorrow's Halloween, Vital.
3: You expect sober October to go through Halloween? Are you a maniac? I didn't want to bust this bubble, but you see he's trying to shave off that 24 hours. Yes! He's
1: cutting it. Yeah, and the other thing is, too, is that you better have that, that beer can of beer in the shower ready. Well, okay.
4: <laughs> I will. 12-01. You, know you know I will. I should treat October like February and just start drinking on the 29th when it's really March 13 1st. 13-month calendar. <laughs> yeah, my 13-month calendar. <laughs> I'll tell Buck about my 13-month calendar next break. We're talking more World Series here. We got a Fredless Saturday, but luckily we got the ringer, Robert Buck D. Gibson, in studio with us. He killed it so hard yesterday, we brought him right back the next yeah, day. He's,
3: he's, he's I just,
1: too, too blazing hot to keep away. I
3: just slept here, man. I just <laughs> woke up in the lobby and like, let's get it. Your hair doesn't look like Your hair looks great. You like the hair? Yeah, I like it a lot, yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you. So, on the
4: bump for the Houston, who hasn't started a game all playoffs, Cy Young Award winner Zach Granke, or the ghost of what used to be Zach Granke, versus whoever the Braves have. So, the Braves have back-to-back bullpen days at home. Is this an advantage for the Braves,
3: or is this an advantage for the Astros? I'll say the Braves. They're at home. And then coming off of this game three, they're going to be excited because it's like we have this juggernaut of an offense who we just basically kept to a one-hit game. It's, It's hard to say two if you watch the game. Yeah. And you know, they're gonna be excited. They're gonna see, okay, we could do this. We're gonna we wanna close this out in Atlanta. Right.
4: We wanna raise this trophy in Atlanta. We wanna win two more games and do it for Atlanta in Atlanta. But but I don't think that's gonna happen. The Astros were down two one last series and rattled off three straight wins. Their bats went silent in game two and three of last series, and then they exploded for three straight games. And the Braves have pulled their starters early. Every game so far. So the Astros hitters have seen. Every pitcher in the Braves bullpen so far. And that's all they're getting for the next two days. And you think. Theoretically it is an advantage for the Braves. Because you get to bring in a guy every inning. Every two innings. You know his arm is fresh. You know that the guys haven't seen what he's bringing that game. So the Astros hitters have to go on analytics you have to trust your hitting coach in the game plan that he puts forth for each pitcher
3: those Braves pitchers they're going to be way more comfortable at home sure that's that's the the driving force for them but even though i am a Dodgers fan i know this Houston lineup it's not going for it Mm-mm. it's not going for it they they they're the veterans They've been here. They've done that. That's how it's going to go. I think it's going to go the full seven. I I really think so. The MLB wants that. Has to, especially with these two teams. Yeah. And the
4: two markets that they're in. 100%. Yeah. And the Braves market is everywhere but Houston. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) America is the Braves market when they're playing the Houston baseball Astros. I'm really excited to see what Zach Granke brings to the table because – In the 2019 World Series, he started Game 7 for the Astros. And he was pitching an absolute gem against the the Nationals. And A.J. Hinch was the manager at the time before he got booted because of the cheating scandal. (laughs) A.J. Hinch pulled him early, what I thought to be early. He was pitching lights out. He was dotting the corners. He was classic Zach Greinke. I'm wondering if it's going to be that Game 7 Zach Greinke or if it's going to be the guy I'm looking at right now who has <laughs> a 4.16 ERA in the regular season and a 7, count at 7.71 ERA in the
3: postseason. Oh, oh, you mean the Dodgers Zach Greinke. That one. That guy, the, yeah. The Dodgers rental <laughs> Zach
4: Greinke. Yeah. Before he went to Houston and started cheating. <laughs>
3: Yeah, see that's that's old school Royals Zach Grinky right there. Now, if he shows his if he shows that, Atlanta's in trouble. Yeah, and, and he and I don't I don't know if you know a lot about Zach
4: Granke, but he's on the spectrum. He's a weird, quirky dude. Mm-hmm. Like he's one of the weirdest, quirkiest dudes in the history of the sport. So he doesn't rattle. Like we were talking about the wire. Zach don't ski. <laughs>
3: See how he snuck that in there? Yeah, Zach, don't don't skip.
4: He doesn't care that he's on the road. He doesn't care it's a World Series. He's just out there playing a game with his friends. So Zach Greinke's not going to be nervous. Zach Granke's not going to hear the footsteps. But which Zach Granke's going to be on the mound today is what I'm curious about. That's the question. You never know now. The crafty veteran who's going to throw it in the low 90s, high 80s, paint the corners, keep you guessing, mix in an e or two, a little 60-mile curveball, oh. throw some of those gravity curves.
1: And in retrospect, maybe pulling Anderson was a good deal, was a good thing because you look at the fact that the Astros can score pretty quick and they're that powerful. So if they saw him a couple more times, right, don't you think they would have gotten to him in the yeah, later innings? I agree. So maybe pulling is not a bad idea. I'm just trying to figure out why he no-hit. But there's no there's no hitters, in, and there isn't any no-hitters anymore in baseball to me.
4: Well, there were a bunch at the beginning of the year, right? Like, oh, we had a, we had a flood was, of no-hitters. It was a record pace. And that's a, and then they took away the sticky stuff. Yep. So I want to see, like, because the, the umps are still checking all the pitchers for sticky stuff. Every single. You know, you see that at every the commercial single, break. Every single inning. Every single inning. Yeah. And you've seen some low-scoring games in the playoffs. You've seen some high-scoring games in the playoffs. It's, it's pretty even, the scoring. It hasn't been that different from the regular season
3: but mike from a fan perspective we want to see the no hitter we want to see what we don't get to see anymore so it's it mike has the the level headedness <laughs> the fan is just like let him pitch 19 innings yeah 100% this the it's <laughs> world series but then again why risk it that's my yep. point you yep. know right i mean i
1: was mm-hmm. yeah i love pitching guys yeah. over hitting any day i love games like this 2-1 3 nothing those those are the kind of games i love but is it worth risking going to nine complete innings? I don't think so in today's baseball.
3: Yeah, you're right because eventually he's going to be needed down the road. Yeah. Exactly. For some tough spots. Great
1: point. Mm-hmm. For some that, tough spots. And that will save Anderson's arm for Atlanta down the road here.
4: Mm-hmm. Or he's going to be too swagged out and think no one can hit me and just pipe it down the middle and give up 12 runs in the first <laughs> inning next time he pitches. I think if
1: he gets to the seventh or eighth, I'm telling you the Astros would have figured him out of the plate. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh yeah,
4: a hundred percent. And he's and he's young, and he doesn't have a lot of innings under his belt. And you know, I think the manager, God, you got to let the guy go one more though. Yeah, seventy six pitches. That's nothing to a young arm. Mm-hmm. He was dotting the corners. His pitches were still coming in hot. I would give him one more inning, but hey, I'm not the manager. He makes the big bucks for that exact reason.
1: I think if it's a regular season game, guys, you keep him in there. If it's a, it's the World Series and playoffs, you don't.
4: Oh, yeah, regular season, he yeah, he stays in until he starts getting hit. Yeah, playoffs, people get yanked early. It's not like, hey, this is my
3: guy. I'm going to let him pitch. I'm going to let him go. Just go, go, go. What about those balls and strikes being called? Iffy. Oh, it was man. was iffy. Early in the game, yeah. the
4: ump was given. Early on, it was kind of weird. It was yeah. bad early. And I'm trying to be like an objective journalist here, not Astros <laughs> fan. Like even like just a guy watching sports, the ump was giving him everything early in the game. Yeah. It was but he was still pitching well. Yeah. I'm not this is a reason, not an
3: excuse. But he was getting everything on you both see, corners. You could see it. Yeah. You could see it. It was very noticeable. A lot of late called strikes and you're like you just sat there be like mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
4: So, yeah, no starter announced. Well, oh, I guess it's not a starter. There's no opener announced for the Braves yet, but they're going to be throwing everything they got at the Astros. It's going to be bullpen
1: by a committee. Yeah. You watch.
4: So expect to see seven, eight, nine pitchers for the Braves today. They're going to throw everything they got, try to take a commanding 3-1 lead in this series.
3: Who you got, Buck? Pains me to say this, but I have Houston. So do I, as a sports journalist
4: and objective member of the press, I got Houston answering (laughs) back to make it a two out of three series. And as an Astros fan, I think it's going to be 37, 38 to one, maybe two, I think. (laughs) That's my prediction as an Astros fan. They're going to hang up. Well, I have it
3: going seven, so. Six or seven runs an inning, I think, for the Astros today. I have it going seven games, so I, I, I have a gut feeling they'll tie it up. We're talking NFL trade
4: deadline when we get back. You're listening to ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to Dave and Buster's Presents. ABQ Central live from the At Talk ABQ studios. We are powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee, and we play on Team I-9 Sports we're getting strong with Evolve Strong in October. And look, we're getting strong with Evolve Strong every month. But we did Sober October with Evolve Strong this month, and we're so honored to have them on our team. And they're such a great organization. The best trainers, the best classes. So excited to be part of them. Evolve Strong, that's E V O L V, evolve strong.com. Go down to Evolve Strong. They'll give you a free week of classes and a personal training session on us. Where do you get your swole on at, Buck?
3: Everywhere. Wherever you can? Wherever I can. Wherever you can? Yeah. Uh, Planet Fitness. You want Planet Fitness? Yeah. Planet yeah. Fitness. I-, I love, it's kind of like what we were saying about McDonald's. It's everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they can't go. Well, you're, on, yeah. you're on vacation. Yeah. Business trip. Exactly. You can always find a Planet Fitness. Exactly.
1: That and the Starbucks, don't forget well, that. That's well, everywhere. Yeah. They're
4: no Evolve Strong, I'll tell you that much. And, Buck, you're no Howard. Friend of the show, Howard on the line. When Howard calls, we answer. What's up, my dude?
5: Well, good morning, gentlemen. Hey, Vitale, let's give Van a little teaser. Pop me open a beer, man.
6: <laughs> <laughs> little teaser
5: there, man. Hey, Robert. So you know I will, I will have those, a drink at 12.01. October, October, Robert. What was that? Do you know what follows Sober October for Van and Fred? What follows? The November they won't remember. Exactly. (laughs) Hey, I want to
3: participate in that.
5: There you go. Hey, did you lose a bet, Robert, having to hang out with these guys again or what?
3: No. Like I said, they locked (laughs) me into the lobby after the show last night, and I was like, well, I guess I'm here. I'll do it this morning as well.
5: Well, you know what uh fred better watch out because it uh, looks like you might have found a new sidekick there man
4: hey oh watch out you know, fred's probably listening in out, right fred, now look out he's getting ready Don't for let that
5: seat get too cold <laughs> so, all um,
4: right let me hear it give it to me give me the business
5: no this is the business what's uh, you know what do you believe your astros champs are now against my braves there van
4: well if you're listening the last segment i told you that the Astros were down 2-1, to one and they rattled off three straight wins, so Astros in six.
5: Well, not when you got cranky-granky on the mound tonight. I mean, come on, man. He's just an old cranky old man. It's. Uh, I think the Braves light him up tonight.
4: Uh, I don't think he shuts out the Braves, but I think he's a crafty veteran who's going to keep the game close.
5: Well, you keep your hope. Maybe there is a Santa Claus band. You just keep your hope up, okay?
4: All right, November first. November first. Let's uh, let's grab a pint together. We'll talk it out.
5: well, that's Monday night. Aren't you? Uh, are you going to be at the Raiders' den Monday night?
4: Uh, I believe so.
5: That just might be when it needs to happen. So, all
4: right, man. We'll we'll hit us up on Monday. We'll be on air on Monday, four to seven here. With uh, well, no, uh, four to Four to six. We'll be here four to six with Vital on there Monday. You. So hit us up on Monday. Check out our plans.
5: Last question for you, and then I'm going to let you guys go and continue this wonderful show of yours. Hey, uh, being that you're from Houston, you're an Astro fan. You're a Cowboy fan, too, right?
4: Uh, well, I was an Oiler fan until they left Houston, and then I was a free agent and became a Packers fan.
5: Well, you know, I knew you were a Packer fan, and I was disappointed, but... Uh... <laughs> You know, my Cowboys are looking good this year, and I do believe we've got uh, aspirations for a Super Bowl, and they just may happen. You never know.
4: Yeah, Robert, man. I'm high, uh, I'm high on your Cowboys this year.
5: There you go. Robert, uh, Mike Vitale, tell me where I can tune in and listen to you, and I will. You guys have a great day.
4: Thank you. Hey, thank you so much, Howard. Thanks for the call. Always a pleasure. Howard's a great caller.
3: That's, he's be- He's top shelf, man. That's awesome. Yeah, we appreciate it.
1: Hey, he's a Cowboy fan.
3: For a Cowboy fan. Uh, I, you noticed I got quiet on that part. Sure. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Look, Cowboys are easy to hate on. Jerry Jones is easy to hate on. Cowboy fan is easy to hate on. But you cannot deny that the NFL is better when the Cowboys are it competitive. Is. It is. It's always better. Any
1: of your marquee teams that do well, yes. like the Raiders, the Cowboys, you know, teams like the Packers, the 49ers, your old marquee teams that have won more than one Super Bowl, if they're winning, the NFL's happy.
3: But I'll give Howard this respect. He sounded like an actual level-headed Cowboys fan. He is. And for me, I do not run into those often no, at all. You do not.
4: <laughs> you do not. They're still hung up on that Dez catch. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I
1: hear that all the time they're here. still hung
4: up on that Leon Lett fumble. Dez caught it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> NFL trade deadline coming up. The NFL trade deadline is not as fun as the MLB trade deadline. It's not as fun as second-place NBA trade deadline. Yeah. But there's always a couple moves every year that push the meter, a couple moves every year that turns a 500 team into a playoff team. Do you see anybody this
3: year making that big move, that big splash? I, I actually do. And it'll be interesting, and, I, and it involves your team, I'm thinking. I'm thinking Odell Beckham from the Browns to a contender in the NFC, and I'm going to say it would be your Packers. See, the Packers are in play for a wide receiver. Yes. It's like a perfect fit because the Browns aren't doing anything with Odell. If you watch them play – Their strength is running the ball right up your gut. They don't have a dynamic quarterback, but they have this wide receiver that we all know has the skills to be a superstar, and if he just had someone to get him the ball, he will be the old Odell that we know. I agree. Um, His injury
4: wasn't career-changing. I don't think Odell is going to be 100% Odell that we saw early in his career. Yeah, that was just young
3: athleticism. Sure.
4: Yeah. But he's still got some of the best hands in the game, and he's still super athletic, and he still runs great routes. But God I almost called him Johnny Manziel. Oh. Almost, called, almost called him Manziel.
3: Mayfield. Come on, man. He's, Baker. he's a little better than that. He's a <laughs> little better yeah, than yeah, that. He's, he's better than that. A little more <laughs> stable, too.
4: Easy, easy. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Don't call me Johnny Manziel. Baker Mayfield just doesn't have it with OBJ. No, and I don't understand how you can't, it seems like Baker Mayfield, like him and um Jarvis Landry right. have a great team uh him and seals have a great tandem, him and Johnson have a great tandem, or but even, he's just never had it with Beckham,
3: even the tight end Nuwoku. yeah he he throws it better for to him, he's a freak, oh by yeah the way. Guy, they need to
4: involve him more in the offense, that guy's a beast, yeah, yeah.
1: And I think if the Packers, you know, 7-1, would they do something to make Rogers happy? Remember, Rogers said, I want Randall Cobb. I think he was right on the nail with that one. Yeah. we're I mean, looking it, at last game here. But uh, they could go for another wide receiver.
4: Yeah, and they, what I've read is the Packers are talking about Brandon Cooks. Oh, yeah. From the Texans. He, you know, like,
1: I, I'd bring a guy like that over. Right. He's, he's on so the
4: cheap. You need a deep threat to take the double teams off of Devontae Adams. Yes, because I mean, that's that's every single team's game plan: is you stop the two-headed monster in the backfield, you have you double team or put a spy on Devontae, and then you let Aaron Rodgers pick you off on short routes. Yeah, like that's every team's game plan, and some people are successful. And it all depends on if you could stop the big play over the top for Rodgers, and you could stop him from running the ball down your throat and you get some pressure on Rodgers, that's the only way you beat Aaron Rodgers is pressure and taking away the big play. Let him, let him eat you alive on three, four, five-yard dump-offs. Right. But if you have someone to take the pressure off of Devontae Adams, take a safety away on a spy, take away that double team, it's going to make the Packers that more dangerous.
1: Well, and if guys like Brady and Rodgers tell the GM, I want this, I want that, they, they should take heed what they're saying. I think they got a little experience in them to know.
4: Yeah, and it's not like it's 25-year-old Aaron Rodgers. It's
3: 37-year-old Aaron Rodgers. And plus, like, they're not asking for a lot. These yeah. guys aren't killing the pockets. Yeah. Oh. That's, the, that's the good thing about it.
4: Oh, everything. a quarterback wants a better offensive line and a better wide receiver? Okay. Oh, of course he's going to ask that. Yeah, when you, when you cut Aaron Rodgers out of those conversations. That's crazy to me. What are you trying to do to that's, your organization? That's crazy to it's me. It's a different NFL now. you got one of the goats on your roster who can play. Look at Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers might have 10 more good years in him. <laughs> After the break, we're back with KOB TV's very own Brandon Ortega. We're talking high school football. We're talking World Series. We're talking his cute-ass kid. You've been listening to ABQ Central on 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. One hour in the books. For those of you sleeping in, good morning. Hope you got your coffee. Hope you got your scone. Maybe a little B&E. It's not breaking and entering. It's breakfast and eggs. Albuquerque, I know what you thought first. That's what I thought. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents ABQ Central live from the At Talk ABQ studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee and we play on Team I-9 Sports and all October. We're doing Sober October with Evolve Strong. I'm cheating. I hate to admit it. I'm cheating. Ending my Sober October one day early as 12.01 today I'll be having a little sippy boy at the Lobo Theater while I watch the Rocky Horror Picture Show. You'll, uh, you'll,
1: you'll be guzzling. You won't be sipping. Yeah, Come on. Yeah. Okay,
4: I tried try to be conservative there for a second, but you're right. I'm going to take some to the dome. I'm going to play catch up. <laughs> did you like that intro, Buck? That was nice. Was a pretty, pretty sweet intro, that was right? nice. You know who did the music? Who did that? Star of TV and radio. Back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, New Mexico Sportscaster of the Year, KOB TV's very own, the best in the business, Brandon Ortega. Welcome to the show, my friend. Good morning, fellas. It's been too long. I know. What is it? Eight <laughs> hours? What has it been?
6: It's nine and change.
4: Nine and change. Too long. So I got treated to the best in the business last night, Brandon Ortega, as I watched your whole Friday night evening program. Vital so gave kind me, of you. Vital gave me the thumbs up. Vital was watching as well. Buck D was watching Appreciate a documentary watching. You, on the Capitol Insurrection. <laughs> and I was yeah, as <laughs> as uh, true story. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> as you were on the show, I was texting you my uh my notes, which you, you
6: sure were. You yeah. disregarded whatsoever.
4: <laughs> And didn't mention me on air like I mention you on air all the time. I suppose it's slightly, <laughs> slightly different in your situation.
6: You gave me a great... What was, what was the term you gave me for Artesia's opening kickoff play? Was it the starburst Starburst,
4: play? yeah. Uh, Artesia's been running that trick kickoff return since I was in middle school in Carlsbad. And they called it the starburst. So when we were prepping for Artesia the week of the big Artesia game. And that's a big rivalry down south, if you don't know. Carlsbad Artesia has two pretty good programs, and they battle every year, is we'd have to practice a starburst because they had one person catch the kickoff and then two people running behind them, and you don't know who got handed the ball. So it's really important you stay in your lane. And you had a clip on last night of Artesia returning a starburst for a touchdown.
6: Right, and that was... I don't know if you caught it. That was the one highlight of the eight highlights I had in a row where I finally coughed on air for the first time in weeks. Even though I've had a pretty bad cough for the last two weeks or so, so my streak my streak is over. I felt like Hal Ripkin. and uh, yeah, the this, this, this streak was ended during the Artesia eighty yard starburst kickoff return for a touchdown. So that was that was a cool highlight. And, uh, yeah, there was a a lot of cool games last night. Ortizia got the win in that game. Uh, Roswell, right before it, uh, won the district title holding off Goddard. Cleveland-Rio Rancho lived up to the hype just about with a 28-27 game. I definitely want to touch. 20 points down. That was crazy.
4: Definitely want to touch on the Rio Rancho-Cleveland game. First half, it was all Rio Rancho. And then Cleveland comes storming back. Can you tell us about that game? How it played out?
6: Yeah, you know, and as much as I got to pay attention to it, I still caught on to just the wildness of it. Yeah, Rio Rancho was up twenty nothing at the half. At the half, led by Zach V Hill, who by by and large is the best player in high school football in New Mexico. The, the kid's amazing. He's he's only about five foot seven with cleats on, maybe I mean one eighty tops, soaking wet, but the kid's dynamic he had an amazing game over three hundred rushing yards. whoa, I want to say he had three or four touchdowns i I lost track of that, um but it was Cleveland who came back lucius Lucius Dixon had uh, some amazing had the, had an amazing touchdown run to give them the lead in the final minutes of the game and it came down to Rio Rancho with a a field goal twenty twenty or so yards away Ooh, uh, I did not know uh, it was that from short. the right side. Yeah, and and it was missed wide right. That was the game. Cleveland (laughs) held on to win, and wow, what a game. And I think everyone that was there watching it, including Cleveland fans, hopes to see Cleveland versus Rio Rancho in the state playoffs. And if that were to happen, it would be in the state championship because the seedings are going to come out, I believe, tonight. And it it will be Cleveland, Rio Rancho, one and two in the 6A bracket.
4: So the way the bracket is going to play out, they're going to be one and two on opposite sides of the bracket, right? I mean, they don't have yes. a chance of playing each other early. It's probably going to go to the, the final game.
6: Yeah, if, if if it works out the way it should, you know, it, they should be one and two. And, yeah, there wouldn't be any funky situation where they could play each other in the quarters or, or even the semis. Uh, they'll be one and two. They'll get first-round buys. And uh, it's just a matter of, Who's going to be the rest of the seeds? LaCueva, the way they ended the season, I think, with like seven wins in a row, likely to be number three. And then everything else in my book is a toss-up because everyone else's resumes relatively are similar. So we'll see how it all pans out. I'm, I'm excited to see that. And I think we're going to see probably Farmington, number one in 5A. Yeah, there's 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 definitely some question marks who's going to be the top seeds in in all the other classifications. And we already have state soccer going on. So playoffs have already begun with soccer. Volleyball will be right behind. State cross country is right behind uh, for next week in the championship next Saturday at Albuquerque Academy. So yeah, fall sports are really starting to wind down and it's an exciting time of year.
4: On to more important topics. What's Julian dressing up as for Halloween? What's my what's my best friend? What's my basketball buddy dressing up for Halloween this year?
6: So his first two choices were a penguin from the show Octonauts on Netflix. Okay, you got me then, on that one. Yeah, I'd never heard of him a, like a week or two ago. We couldn't find it. A penguin? So, like the
4: armadillo-looking thing?
6: A penguin. A oh, penguin. a
4: penguin. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs>
6: yeah. I thought you said a pangolin. A penguin. And then we broke it to him a day or two ago that, hey, buddy, that's not going to happen. We couldn't find it. And it's too late to order it online. And now he says he wants to be a strawberry. Okay. <laughs> and that's about as random as it gets. Sure. So, you know, M- Mama Vera will probably try her best and go to a costume store or two today and probably not find a strawberry. He's got like 10 costumes. Sure. He, Van, you know as good I as know. anybody. Yeah, Mario Julian, and Luigi every day. Well, well, Julian, yeah, since he was about two, has been wearing costumes. Mario, Luigi, he's got a spaceman outfit. He's got two different PJ mask costumes. He's got a Paw Patrol costume. The, the kid's got choices already in-house. So I think it's going to be actually a SWAT officer was what he's going to end up being because I have a SWAT vest from back in the day. He already has a SWAT officer costume, that's probably what he's going to be. So it might be a, a little father and son SWAT duo tonight um, for, a, for a little Halloween party with his, his buddy from school. Well, I got an idea. And if
4: you can't find a strawberry, which is random and adorable, I love it so much, here's what you do. you do. You pit crew him when you take him trick-or-treating. You bring all of the costumes, and in between each house – you and Mama, you strip him, you put him in a new costume, and you send him to the next house, and then he goes to the next house, pit crew, strip him, put him in the next <laughs> costume. Then the next house, he's got a new costume, so he gets to be everything. Did you do that with Naya? Uh, no. No, I did not, but that's a great idea that I just had on the spot <laughs> just now.
6: <laughs> that would be fun. That would be fun. It would be a lot of work, but that would be a lot of
4: fun. Also, uh, this goes. this is for you, Brandon, and this is for every parent out there. Make sure you're checking your kids' candy, because if someone tries to if someone slips some drugs or whatever into your kids' candy, make sure that your kid doesn't take those drugs. Take the drugs out of the candy and give them to Uncle Van.
6: (laughs) 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 I knew somehow it was
3: going to come back
5: to you.
6: (laughs) I knew it was coming back to Van. And speaking of Julian, he's he's just walking up to me right now with a Buzz Lightyear toy. He's on a, a Toy Story marathon We're on Toy Story oh, 3. Oh, no. Start- oh,
4: Toy Story 3. Why'd you have to say that out loud? I'm going to cry.
6: I know. We, we watched one and two yesterday in succession in the morning and then had to get the day going. So, yeah, number three is up this morning. And I'm Buzz Lightyear. He's got his Woody toy. So
4: I want you to FaceTime with me when you get to the end of Toy Story 3. I want to watch oh, you Oh, my cry goodness. About- I
6: know. Yeah, that's <laughs> That's one of the most heart-pounding moments in all Pixar movies. Oh, oh, oh! My goodness, that's a good one. All
4: right. So you saw the Astros almost get no hit last night. The Braves pitching staff, the two bullpen games back to back. Are they going to be able to replicate that, or is it the Astros offense coming right back?
6: Yeah. The big uh, talking point after the game was why didn't the Braves leave Ian Anderson sure. in longer? To give the bullpen some rest because if there was a big advantage the Braves had over the Dodgers we talked about it a little bit yesterday it was how much rest how much more rested the Braves pitching staff was the Dodgers got tired they could do the very same thing to the Astros so yeah they kind of left things open for the Astros to even it up today if you just make it a bullpen game because it's I mean look the Braves have a great bullpen and all but you know, bullpen can be hot, hot hit or miss. Sure. And wh- why would you even it up in game four to give the Astros a fighting chance? Cause if you leave it to just, okay, who's going to, which offense can get to the bullpens quicker. The Astros have arguably the most explosive offense in all of baseball and they could blow up your bullpen. So yeah, that was a very confusing choice by the Braves. And I think the Astros have a, a fighting chance to, to open it up in game four and, Get right back in the series again, and it's
4: 2-2. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Uh, The Red Sox were up 2-1 after two very dominating performances in games 2 and 3, and then the Astros' offense came storming back. Obviously, I'm an Astros fan. I'm from Houston. That's no surprise to anybody here. But I don't think you can keep the Astros' offense down this long. They're battle-tested. They're talented. They're loaded all the way up into the 9-hole.
1: And Bregman's really struggled. I, I'm surprised at how much Bregman has struggled in Korea.
4: And, like, the last bit of hope for neutral Albuquerque sports fan is that Bregman does well and the Astros <laughs> still lose. Still lose, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what What else is going on this weekend in the sports world, Brandon?
6: Uh, high school football, right back at it in a couple hours, 11 a.m., is when high school football games start with Pandia and Manzano. and then at noon there are a ton of games, including um, the game of the day, Los Lunas and Berlin playing for the district championship. Uh, Los Lunas was our special guest last night on New Mexico Game Day. We had a lot of fun with them visiting the Tigers campus, and then at New Mexico United, big match, playoffs on the line. Five o five kickoff at the Lab. Looking forward to that one. I'll I'll be there. I think I've got a special costume in mind just for that game. So I'm working on that. That's a a little surprise for for the New Mexico United match. Mm. Of course, Lobo basketball in their first scrimmage. That's at 2 p.m. today for the men's team. So any Lobo basketball fans, got a free afternoon, 2 p.m. at the pick. Go check out the, the new squad.
4: KOB TV's own Brandon Ortega, the best in the biz. Thank you so much, my friend.
6: Chance, you guys have a wonderful Saturday. Have a great time at your show tonight, man. Looking forward to hearing how that goes at uh, Rocky Horror.
4: Hey, we're excited. If you want me to put you on the list after the United game, feel free to come by and say hi. I'll let you know. Love you, buddy. Thank you so much. Love you, brother. Talk to you soon. More NFL trade deadline talk when we get back. You're listening to ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Albuquerque. Thanks for hanging with us this morning. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents, ABQ Central, live from the At Talk ABQ studio. We're powered by Mexico Pinon Coffee, and we play for Team I-9 Sports. We're getting strong with Evolve Strong. Not just for one more day. Technically, we're getting strong with Evolve Strong for one more day, but we will continue to get strong with Evolve Strong because, you know, we're talking about this uh, during the break that I love New Mexico Pinon Coffee Mm -hmm. even before we started working on the show together, even before we started doing some really cool stuff in the community together. And by the way, if you don't like New Mexico Pinon Coffee, number one, you're crazy Number two, at least support their endeavors in Albuquerque because New Mexico Pinion Coffee has an amazing reach here in Albuquerque, and they're doing amazing things for the city all the time, and they never stop going. I love their packaging. You can't miss it. It's beautiful. I love it. Yeah, it kills. Just the way it looks. Their imaging and yeah, branding is phenomenal, too. Yep. But I feel the same way about Evolve Strong that I do about New Mexico Pinion Coffee is that I... Went to Evolve before we were partners and friends, before we started doing Sober October every year. And it's a great gym filled with great people, interesting classes, trainers for every level of fitness, every size, weight, shape, and age. And they're just amazing people. More NFL trade deadline talk here with Robert Buck D. Gibson, comedian, radio host for Midday Mayhem on 101. Point three, the point hustle. Point three, the hustle. See I jumped in there? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll let you say it from now on. <laughs> yeah. Do they have like a, a cheesy tagline for uh, the hustle?
3: The midday mayhem we do. You do it yourself. We do it. Okay. Yeah. We go one on one point three and then we all go like the hustle. And it's like so when I hear someone start it, I just automatically After. It's like a Tourette's. <laughs> it's a tick that just comes in. You
1: can I, sit there and go, do, when you're seg- segwaying into another song, do the hustle. Yeah, oh, yeah.
3: there it is. There it is. I told you, Mike, you can talk to him about anything. I love people like that. Just a wealth of knowledge. So who are buyers and who are sellers? The so NFL has an
4: earlier trade deadline than most sports, and I've heard a few big names floated out on the market Odell Beckham Jr., Brandon Cooks, um, Allen Robinson from the Bears. Right. Well, who's going to be the last-minute seller? Like, could it be somebody like the Broncos who are like, we were 3-0 and o, and we took four straight L's. We'll probably take a fifth one this weekend. Maybe we should blow this thing up and look towards next year
3: when our starting quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you did there. <laughs> I, I I I think you're right. They're gonna get rid of the running back who used to be the running back for my team, Chargers. Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon, the, Gordon, the third. Yeah, he's he's getting long in the tooth, and you know um, they have a youthful running back core that they're giving the most, the majority of their carries to. So I think MG three's out of there. That would
4: be if if someone's willing to take on that contract because the Broncos paid him. Yeah, they, they did. They paid him starters money. For what reason? I have no idea. I, he's just been hobbled yeah. the last three years, and, and he's not like a a number one running back where you could just hand it to him 20 times. He's a 10-carry, three- or four-catch guy who, right. who makes 20-carry money. And he's still talented. He came into this year healthy, and if he's still healthy, if another team's trainers, if another team is in need of a running back, and his trainers say this guy is good to go, he's a really
3: good get for a playoff team. Yeah, and Denver, you know, they have the rookie, Javante Williams. He's so good. And they're like, okay, we have something here. You know, let's unload the older running back. Sure. And like you said, they they're, they started out pretty good. Then they came back down to earth. Reality set in. I think they're going to let him go. But that contract, like you said, that's a that's if the kicker. If you're willing to take on a contract, like what can you get you
4: I mean you obviously have to send money with him right, to a team to get a better acquisition, whether it's a young player or draft picks or a draft pick so i I see a couple teams here that will make some moves. I mean, the Ravens backfield is a mess. Oh my goodness it's been a mess all year. Yes, it's a miracle. I mean, praise Lamar Jackson. He is that, their backfield. <laughs> yeah. Praise Lamar Jackson and their defense for keeping them in this because it just spelled disaster at the beginning of the year. He had four running backs go down. And not just little injuries either. Yeah. Not so I think just little ones. The Ravens will be in the market for a running back, maybe another uh playmaker on defense. I mean, to me the bills are set. The Bills are strong on both sides of the ball. Yeah. They could, I mean, who couldn't use another playmaker on defense? But the, the Bills haven't even allowed
3: 100 points yet. They they have do you think that's because of who they've played or do you think they're a legit defensive juggernaut? Because both. they Okay, they're, they're in the AFC East. Yes. which is pretty soft. I think the Patriots
4: are a 500 team. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're they're really going to catch some momentum and play better. But, yeah, they get to pick on those guys in the East, but they're doing legit good
3: as well. Only team under 100 points allowed so far. I'm with you on this Allen Robinson. Save Allen Robinson. Get him out of Chicago. It, it doesn't make any sense. He's, he's still got some tread left on the tires,
4: right? and I think he can make a difference somewhere where he's a number two. I don't think Allen Robinson is a true number one anymore. But if you put him on a team, like we are talking about earlier, right. the Packers, if he's number two to Devontae Adams, like he can do some serious damage oh. one-on-one. Oh, big time.
1: I like that guy from the Broncos, the little wide receiver, Tim Patrick, and he's real speedy. And when Judy comes back into the Broncos lineup, they won't be using him as much. I've noticed that they don't when Judy's back for the Broncos. So that would be a good one. And one of the keys, I think, to getting a good – you know, prospect during the trade deadline is not giving up a whole lot for that person.
4: Yeah, 100%, especially if the player is a rental. If they're on the last year of a contract or the last two years of a contract and the front office of the other team thinks they're making too much money and they want to get rid of them and unload them. I tell you who should be buyers at the trade deadline is the Kansas City Chiefs. On the defensive side. The defensive side. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The Kansas City Chiefs make every single opponent look like the Kansas City Chiefs offense.
1: They got salary cap issues just because of the high salary of Mahomes, which he's worth it. Don't get me wrong. But that means you go pretty bare bones in other parts of your team like defense.
4: And Patrick Mahomes, I guarantee you, he goes the way of Tom Brady the next few years. He starts taking pay cuts. He starts restructuring that contract. He has to. He's going to see his team fall apart and all of the good players have to leave and go somewhere else where they get paid. And he was like, oh, that's why Tom Brady made middle-of-the-road money his whole career. So he could get better players and win
3: all of these trophies. Or he's going to mess around and get a concussion. He's getting hit. A lot. And that's another thing where he's like, you know what? We got to renegotiate this. We need to get players so I don't have to take this type of punishment week in and week out.
4: We're going to have more trade deadline talk in the 945 segment, and we're going to have NFL talk the whole 10 o'clock hour. But we got a special treat for you coming up next, Albuquerque. David Carl, New Mexico United, talking about this playoff push that the boys in black and yellow – trying to accomplish more abq central on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal
1: lights of enchantment is the southwest premier drive-through christmas light show featuring over 350 light displays with over a million points of light located at the sandia speedway just west of albuquerque lights of enchantment is a safe fun covid free drive-through venue The event runs from November 19th to December 31st. This year, Lights of Enchantment will be hosting a tree lighting event on Black Friday, November 26th. This is an event to delight all ages. Bring your family and friends and start a tradition this holiday season. Lights of Enchantment is a community first program, and we hope you will join us for some fun this Christmas season. Don't miss this amazing event this holiday. Log on to this station's website this Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Don't wait, because this deal, it's going to go fast. You're going to save 50% off. $25 gets you $50 for the Lights of Enchantment. Don't miss it. You'll be saying sweet.
4: Take a ride on us. The Sports Animal is partnered with Bernalillo County. Dos Equis and Admiral Beverage Corporation to help end DWI. If you're going to drink over this Halloween weekend, open up the Uber app now and enter the code HALLOW2021. Then decide not to drive. Request an Uber and we'll pay up to $10 for your ride. This offer is free for the first
2: 1,000 people who use the code between noon, Friday, October 29th and 3 a.m. Monday, November 1st. Take a ride on us together. We can end All In Autographs has a VIP membership. To get special discounts, special invites to wine tasting, Texas Hold'em night, car trading night, celebrity meet and greets, sports game watch parties, and much more, become a VIP member of All In Autographs. It's $29.95 a month, and that includes a quarterly at no additional cost gift mailed out to you and signed memorabilia. Don't miss this great opportunity to become an All In Autograph VIP member. That's All In Autographs at 2225 Wyoming Boulevard, northeast in the Hoffmantown Square, or visit allinautographs.com. The logos are back. Season tickets are on sale now for New Mexico Lobo men's and women's basketball at the pit. Coach Richard Patino leads the men's team for the first time, while the women's team aims to defend its Mount West Conference crown. Tickets start as low as $199 for the men and $110 for the women. Tickets can be purchased at golobos.com slash tickets. That's golobos.com slash tickets.
1: We are New Mexico, and this is Lobo basketball at the pit. We'll see you there.
4: But we have a truck leaving with a big order on Tuesday. Tina's floor manager retired, knows. leaving her tortilla factory flat out. What do you mean she's on a silent retreat? She must fill the role and all those orders. I'll receive production. Indeed can help her hire great people fast.
5: I need Indeed.
4: Indeed, you do. Schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com/slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. So, what are you sipping? Whether it's our freshly ground coffee to wake you up, or an icy Polar Pop cup or froster to keep you going, our new Sip and Save drink subscription at Circle K will keep you refreshed every day. Join Circle K's Sip and Save and grab any size drink every day for just $5.99 a month. Yeah! Start sipping and saving today. Just sign up with your mobile number when you check out at Circle K. Limited time offer at participating locations.
2: The herd with Colin Cowherd weekdays at one. Identity you have none. What's your personnel look like? Ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten.
1: The sports, sports animal.
4: Welcome back, Duke City. You're listening to Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central live from the At Talk ABQ studio. We are powered by New Mexico Pinyon Coffee, and we play on Team I nine Sports throughout the whole month of October. And for me, going forward, we're getting strong with Evolve Strong. That's EvolveStrong.com, E-V-O-L-V, EvolveStrong.com. If you're worried about your fitness, if you're worried about your health, do not be intimidated. They have the nicest people on earth there. They will hold your hand. They will put their hand on your shoulder, and they will slowly walk you step by step to better Physical and mental health at Evolve Strong. Couldn't endorse them high enough. We have a Fredless Saturday today, but in his stead, we have Albuquerque legend, comedian, radio show host, and generally awesome dude, Robert Buck D. Gibson with us.
3: You added a new word to my vocabulary. Which one? Stead. Stead. I'm going to start using that. Use it, man. Just randomly. Yeah, you should. Makes me sound regal. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. use stead. For sure. I just I gotta make sure to me, I man. use it correctly, though. <laughs> like instead. No, like, no, 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 no. Stead.
4: <laughs> just stead. In his stead. So I, I messed up, Vital. And I make this mistake over and over again. I keep having people on the show who are way more smarter and funnier and more talented and better at my own job than me. I did it again. I had Buck on. I have Brandon Ortega on. I have Ryan Tamari coming into the show later. And now I have the best in the biz, New Mexico United's David Carl. Good morning, David. How you doing?
0: Morning, Van. You are uh, you're a heck of a flatterer. I could not uh, I could not uh, compete with you on that on that. One.
4: Okay. Well, at least I got one category.
0: <laughs> there are several others. <laughs>
4: Uh, has, well, okay, besides the big match tonight, which we'll get to, what are your Halloween plans?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, in addition to the big match tonight, like you said, I'm going to be going to check out a little bit of Rocky Horror tonight.
4: Will you now? I will indeed. Oh, my goodness. What an honor.
0: It should be. I didn't realize, by the way, when I bought the tickets, I was excited to go to Rocky Horror. I did not realize it was a double feature.
4: Yeah, man. You get a bonus little Night of the Living Dead starting at 9.30. Then we're going to have a nice break in the middle. Everyone gets to meet the cast and have fun. And then right at 12.01, first minute of Halloween, Rocky Horror Picture Show with a full shadow cast.
0: I am uh, waiting with anticip. Patient. Patient.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is a big one. To get into the playoffs, correct me if I am wrong, the United need three points tonight.
0: That's correct. And and a little little bit of help.
4: And Rio Grande needs a loss or a tie.
0: You got it. And that's That's, the only situation. There's a couple others, but that's the most likely and most obvious one. Okay, well, Um, tell me
4: um, the crazier, more complex ones. I want to hear all this crazy math.
0: So, yeah, like you said, the most, most obvious one is United wins, uh, RGB loses or draws. That puts United through. Um, but in addition to that, if uh, if United wins um, and then Austin Bold loses, uh, well, excuse me, if United wins, Austin Bold wins, and RGB loses, United still through, but Austin Bold gets the five seed as opposed to RGV. So pretty much United, Austin, and RGV, each of them can finish anywhere between fourth and sixth.
4: God, that's so much fun.
0: It's uh, a little nerve-wracking now.
4: So, it, it luckily, we got a home match for the last match yeah. versus Salt Lake City. What's the history in between United and Salt Lake? How do they match up?
0: Yeah, we played them. This is the fourth time we played them this year. We've won two so far. They've won one. Um, and, you know, this season has been kind of a tough season for for Real Monarchs. They're in, uh, they're in last place at the moment. Uh, so that, you know, it's a good sign. But with that said, you know, you can never count on a win, right? This team's beaten United once before, uh, you know, and USL Championship is not an easy match. In addition to that, they're playing for something. Even though they're eliminated from the playoffs, they can't play forward. This, uh, Real Monarchs, they're moving to a new league next year. So this is the last match in their history in the USL Championship. So they want to go out with a bang. So they're playing for something. So the second that you rest on your laurels, the second, uh it's okay for you to just kind of take it easy the second you miss out
4: i get that complacency kills what about the toros what are what are rio grande valleys matchup like do they match well with their opponent how does that look
0: yeah so like like i said they're playing for the same playoff spot we are they're playing against uh, the number one seed in our division against el paso locomotive rival of ours um, and normally uh, I would have been a little concerned about that because El Paso's already clinched the one seed, so, you know, they don't have much to play for. so uh. they don't play their starters, but we got a little bit of good news last week. With El Paso winning their most recent match and Phoenix rising, the other division in the Western Conference, losing, El Paso now is in within reach of getting the number one overall seed in the West, something to play for. If they win tonight and Phoenix loses, and they get the number one overall seed in the West. So they've got something to play for tonight, which is good for us.
4: God, I love all this math. <laughs> Give me all the crazy situations you got. So the United have had some really tough injuries in the past month. Is this going to be that debilitating to the team, or is this something the squad can rally around?
0: Well, this is, we got good news on that front. This Ooh, week. hit me. So, you know, Sam Hamilton, who has been out for probably two-thirds of the season, he completely messed up his, his ankle early in the season. We were certain he was going to be out for the whole year. We got great news. hes back for this match. We did not think he was going to play at all this season. He is back, and he is available, uh, which is incredible news. And David Najum, uh one of our right backs, who also had an injury has kept him out for a little over a month, he's back today. So two guys we were not expecting to see again this season, both available for the first time in a very long time. And then in addition to that, in the last game, our captain Josh Suggs and Juan Pablo Guzman were both out with yellow card accumulation suspensions. Essentially, they would gotten too many yellows over the course of the season, so they missed the game. They're both back today as well. So great to have four guys back. Um, you know, we're missing a few guys out there like Amano Moreno and Devin Sandoval who are out for the season. But these are players we didn't have before. They're back in the, in the mix now, and they're a different thing.
3: So, David, with all of the <laughs> excitement of the potential playoffs <laughs> – we still have the issue of the new stadium plans, and I think it's great for the city, great for the community, but there is, what, from what I've seen, a lot of misinformation that's floating around on social media. How do you guys combat that? How do you, how do you fight the misinformation with the actual facts of the new plans?
0: Yeah, uh, I'll tell you, first and foremost, I don't sleep much. Uh, but in addition to that, it, ultimately, it's just having conversations. People, right, you know, there is a lot of misinformation. You're 100% right, it's all over the place. You know, things from you know, United is gonna you know, move people out of their homes. No, United is committed to not displacing a single person. Things like you know, the city, uh, I mean, excuse me, United is trying to make a bunch of money off people. No, United's not even gonna own the stadium, all of that kind of stuff. Um, a lot of misinformation, but I really the kids are talking to people, having conversations with people, whether it's one on one or you know, one on a hundred or whatever it might be, just talking to people. and and letting, like, giving them access to facts, you know, people can say all the things that they want. People can make things up as much as they want, I suppose. I wouldn't recommend it, but people can say what they want to say. But ultimately, when you have a real conversation, it's drive people to facts that aren't just driven by your own agenda, you know. That's the most important thing, you know, drive people to things that are legally binding, things that are already agreed to, things that, you know, it's not – United saying one thing or the opposition saying the other. Ultimately, it's really as simple as just look at the facts. Look at the things that are written in stone that cannot be changed. These are true facts. Let's just take the bias out of it. Let's just be honest and have a conversation.
4: So if you haven't mailed in your vote yet, if you haven't done your early voting yet, when and where do people vote for this, David?
0: Yeah, so early voting, the last day of early voting is today. Um, so you can go to any of the, the local... Uh, ballot places or ballot uh, polling places um, across Albuquerque, cast your ballot today. Um, If you aren't able to make it today, that's perfectly okay. If you have a mail-in ballot, bring it with you to the polls on Tuesday. Just drop it off there. That's no problem. Or just go to your polling place on Tuesday. One of the things that's really cool and really important is that there is same-day voter registration in New Mexico. It's one of the best uh, programs in the entire country. You can go to your polling place. Register to vote that day and cast your ballot that day.
4: So there's all kinds of fun stuff going on in Albuquerque today. And I'll tell you what, if we weren't doing the Rocky Horror Picture Show tonight and all the work involved, I would 100% be at the Lab dressed up in my best Halloween regalia. (laughs) What's going on at the Lab tonight? What are you guys doing? What's the special? What's the fun stuff?
0: Yeah, in addition to the biggest game of the year, we are celebrating Dia de los Muertos, which, you know, it's... Kind of in some ways solemn, but also celebratory. You know, we take, we're taking a moment to remember those we've lost um, over the past year, year and a half, you know, through this horrible pandemic, um, and celebrate life. I think that's really important too. Um, so we're doing a, a digital prenda where people can submit um, photos of their loved ones that they've lost, oh, and they'll go that. up on the big screen. Uh, you know, we'll have a moment of, of memory for each of those people, um, and then we're going to go out there and we're going to pick some tail and hopefully get ourselves a spot in the playoffs.
4: So is this just family and friends who have been lost in the past year, or can I just, like, email you a picture of Tupac you can put up?
0: (laughs) If it's somebody important to you, if Tupac Tupac Shakur is your guy, throw him in there. I think that's important. (laughs) And the first 5,000 people who get into the gates today are going to get a really nice Dia de los Muertos flag, limited edition. Um, We've only made those 5,000, so there won't be any more beyond that, so. Um, and then tonight's going to be a sellout, it's really looking like. Um, you know, we limited our capacity uh, kind of at the beginning of the season just to keep people safe. You know, capacity at Isotopes is around 12,500, but we decided just to make sure everybody stays safe that we limited it to around 9,500, 9,500 and we are inching ever closer to that number. It's going to be a sellout tonight. So if you haven't got your tickets yet, there are not a ton left, I'd recommend getting on there and getting a an asap.
4: David Carl, New Mexico United, the best in the biz. Uh, anything else for us before we let you go, Dave?
0: Looking forward to Rocky Horror tonight.
4: Sweet man, can't wait to see you there. You you dressing up?
0: Uh, ooh, that's a good question. You, Let's you see go, how tired I am after the match.
4: You're going straight from the match, right? So you'll be in black yeah, and yellow will, yeah. at the Lobo Theater, won't you?
0: Yes, yeah, sir. I that's I can get the plan.
4: Friend of the show, friend in real life. New Mexico United's David Carl. Appreciate you, buddy. Thanks, guys. More NFL trade deadline talk when we get back. You've been listening to 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Thank you to New Mexico United's David Carl for joining us, telling me everything football, New Mexico
3: football world. The best merch, man. I dude, love their merchandise.
4: You are not lying, oh. dude. Wait, hold on. Let me, let me see. Hey, look at that. I almost wore my. Uh, I forgot to tell him I had a, my schmedium. He got me a shmedium. New Mexico United shirt.
3: I have one that says United Against Racism. Oh, that's a good one. I I just love their merch. Top notch. What they do in a community is pretty amazing, too. man. Yes.
4: They're always doing something cool in the community, as is our sponsor, New Mexico Pinion Coffee, which we love. Welcome back to ABQ Central. Excuse me. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central. If you're looking for a good time, you want to take the family out, have some fun, take them down to Dave and & Buster's, and you just might catch me and Fred, maybe me and Buck, and maybe me and Ryan Tamari, which will be joining us in the 10 o'clock hour, down at Dave & Buster's, watching some sports, having some coldies, and playing some games. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, and we play on Team I-9 Sports, and we're getting strong with Evolve Strong Fitness. Before we had David Carl on, talking to New Mexico United, we were talking about the NFL trade deadline. Who needs to make moves and who needs to dump talent? We talked about the wide receivers a little bit. Packers have some need. I think the Raiders have some need. Uh, the Bengals are set. But what other contenders
3: do you think need to trade for pieces? Definitely my Chargers. Okay. Um, Two positions. Defensive tackle first. We can't stop a nosebleed running up the middle. Oh, no. And, you know, if we want to do anything, make any type of playoff noise, we have to stop the run. Have to. You're right. And
4: the AFC West with, you know, I thought the Broncos would be a 500 team. I thought they could run the ball, play defense, win a couple games. But. Since they beat up on Jacksonville and the New York teams, they really exposed themselves as right. a not good football team. But the rise of the Raiders has really been surprising. Very much so. They're playing some really good, dominant football, and they're beating really good teams. I thought the Chiefs and Chargers would be the class of the West, and it wouldn't be close. The Broncos are playing above average football, and the Raiders are playing really good football. So maybe the Chargers do need to bring in some pieces. We do. To make that run.
3: We do. I'm I'm looking at from, I believe he plays for the Bears. And he does. Akeem Hicks, defensive lineman. So good. Plug him in. Underrated guy, too. Plug him in. We need to stop the run. Because if you watched us from when we played the Cowboys all the way to the Browns, to the Ravens, what kills us is running the ball right up the gut. So, NFC West, like a lot of people thought, the
4: whole NFC West could be in the playoffs this year. But it looks like the know. Niners and Seahawks might be sellers at the trade deadline. Cardinals and Rams, along with the Packers, Cowboys, and Bucks, are the class of the NFC. 49ers hobbled by injuries. Seahawks, no Russell Wilson. Do you see the Niners and Seahawks being sellers?
3: They have to be, especially the Seahawks. You know, their season, it's over. Oh, you don't think Geno Smith will lead them to (laughs) the playoff game? It's over. You didn't realize just how much Russell Wilson meant to them. You did, but to actually see it, it's amazing. They have to sell. So the media is talking a lot about Allen Robinson being moved
4: but the bears are 3 and 4 they're flirting with 500 you know you got your class of the nfc cowboys cardinals rams packers bucks but after that there's a lot of teams in the middle that can change the trajectory of their season with a player or two and i don't think the bears should be sellers because they're think so? they're a few games away from having a productive justin fields and he's been A horrible so far. (laughs) Yes. So every Bears fan out there had me in their ear like, hey, you guys finally got a quarterback. Congratulations. In the history of your franchise, you finally got a quarterback. Well done.
3: And he has been awful. But I don't see Justin Fields being that bad. Do you think that's more coaching than it is Justin Fields just looking this bad? Yes. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's...
4: I mean, I see Justin Fields as being like a right-handed Michael Vick. He's that fast. He's that fast. He's that talented. He's got a huge cannon. But I think the speed of the NFL is too much for him right now. He's not reading defense as well. And when he scrambles, he's scrambling for his life. He's not scrambling to buy time and make a big play. So I honestly think the Bears should be buyers Hmm. instead
3: of sellers at the trade deadline. You know who else I think should be buying? The Patriots. Sure. They have so many holes. Sure. For them to have the the record that they have, to me it's kinda of surprising. Same. Because they have uh, a lot of holes that need to be filled. Giggity. Receiver, uh, running back. They lost the man in their secondary. Yeah. It's like what what were they doing? They they definitely have to buy. Because they're they're not far off either. No, they're not. I mean not at all.
4: I think the Bills, top to bottom, even though they got two losses, even though they just lost the Tennessee Titans, as far as a whole roster goes, as far as a team playing total football, I think the Bills are the cream of the NFL so far. No doubt. And, it, and it's hard to say to somebody with two losses when you've got a bunch of one-loss teams out there that a two-loss team is better. But from what I've seen so far, Buffalo top to bottom is the best. Can they
3: add a piece? Like, What do they need? Like, They're so complete. I want to say tight in. Okay. Nox, uh, Knox, Knox is got, out. He's yeah. injured. They could fill in with a tight end. They could do without, but from the looks of it, yeah, it wouldn't hurt for them to plug in a tight end.
4: That's a really good point because Dawson Knox is only going to be out a few weeks. Yeah. But he's got a broken hand. Yeah. He catches the ball.
3: His job is to catch the ball. And, then, and it's he not has like broken hand. It's not like Josh Allen is throwing them cumulus clouds either. No. He's <laughs> that guy's bullets. got bullets. He's got a rocket, man. Bullet.
4: <laughs> yeah, uh, the Jets are a dumpster fire. The oh, yeah. Dolphins are a dumpster fire. Uh, Texans are a dumpster fire. I think Jaguars stand pat. They hold on to all of their position players because the Jaguars will get better around Trevor Lawrence. But there's just so many sellers and so many good players out there. I wonder who pulls the trigger and makes that big. You know, Obviously, the Lions are right. a dumpster fire. The last three weeks, the Carolina Panthers are a dumpster
3: fire. That just means the rich are going to get richer. For sure. It's going to be so top-heavy after this deadline. And and every year, like, there's so much more speculation
4: in the NFL versus MLB because there's always more talk in the NFL and there's always more action in the MLB trade deadline. Like, a whole team can move in the MLB. You saw it with the Cubs this year. Like, you can't do that in the NFL. You can't get rid of 20 players and just be like, hey. Like, they just send an email out or they put out a Craigslist ad. Like, <laughs> need football players.
3: I Are th- you 300 pounds and fast? I think this is the best time for the NFL trade. The rumor. thats the You can't just say the deadline. You have to say deadline rumors. Because... That's Like you said, that's the most exciting, the the funnest thing to talk about is what might happen or what could happen. And we'll talk about the biggest potential
4: piece to move and probably not even be able to play. Deshaun Watson, when we get back. Also, when we get back, you know him from every 10 o'clock hour the past six weeks or whatever. Wealth of knowledge. Ryan Tamari joins us for the last hour more abq central when we get back 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal breaking news albuquerque football teams don't want to trade for a guy who sexually assaulted a bunch of people
3: <laughs> bum, 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 bum. allegedly breaking I news say. Is the allegedly for them not wanting to trade for them? or allegedly, allegedly, allegedly assaulted. assaulted?
4: I'm
2: going to cover my own behind here. Both.
4: <laughs> well, welcome back to Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central live from the At Talk ABQ studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, and we play on Team I9 Sports, and we're getting strong with Evolve Strong. That's E V E-V-O-L-V, O L V Evolve Strong dot com joining us in studio like he does uh oh, basically every saturday for the past wherever whenever however ryan tamari good morning ryan
2: morning how are you i guess it shows i have no life on friday nights
4: what are you talking about you got to sleep in man you don't come here until 10 that's true <laughs> but also, no life. But
2: also, no life.
3: I'm okay. He just, that. he just basically said, We all don't have a life. Oh. Well, okay.
2: <laughs> no, I wasn't insinuating anything there. I was making fun of myself by saying, <laughs> I have no life. You guys are rad. <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right. So, you said last night's baseball game was the worst baseball game you've ever seen in your life, and you're never watching baseball again
2: says massive baseball fan yeah uh it was pretty boring uh i did see the kyle tucker uh snap in center field there center field right yeah yeah and that was the play of the game uh, i saw the eddie Rosa. i was back and forth between several things and then i watched cleveland rio rancho um but yeah it was it was a pretty painful baseball game to watch but you know last week's nfl was painful to watch so it's been a bad week
4: Yeah, I agree. We talked ad nauseum World Series this morning, so I don't want to relive that game any more than I have to. Neither do I. (laughs) We'll segue from trade deadline speculation, who needs what, whose buyers, whose sellers, to uh, air quotes the prize of the trade deadline, the most talented person on the market. Alleged creep Deshaun Watson.
3: (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. So,
4: General Manager
3: Dangerous. Yes. Would you trade for this young man? If my team needed a franchise quarterback, absolutely. Absolutely. Give me Deshaun Watson. He's proven. Because this is alleged. Alleged. Alleged crimes. Alleged crime. Alleged crime. Yeah.
2: Times 23.
4: Who, yeah. Who, yeah. Allegedly, (laughs) allegedly (laughs) X23.
3: That makes a big difference yeah. right there.
4: <laughs> and if this didn't hit your news cycle, Deshaun Watson said he was unhappy with the Houston Texans leadership. They weren't building around him. And also, uh, the owner operator, his grandpa is like a legit super racist dude. And I don't know if you remember the uh let the what is it, let the inmates run the asylum yeah, yeah. comments. Yeah. From the owner's father, but he's like, that's enough. I want out of here. Right. And then, surprise, surprise! Two weeks later, multiple women—and when I say multiple, I mean twenty-three different women—all massage therapists accused Deshaun Watson of inappropriate behavior uh, during massages. And when I say inappropriate
3: behavior, what I mean is alleged sexual assault. It was weird how all that happened back to back to back. Then the the proximity, doesn't he live next to, like, the the lawyer who's representing some of the alleged victims? <laughs>
2: like I didn't hear that. Yeah, this, man, uh, this is as the world turns. Like, yeah, a lot,
4: a lot of layers much. to this onion here. It's
3: like, And it, it happened, like, in succession, really close, back to back to back to each other. So, with that being said, if I am a GM, I still want him. I, I think there's a lot depending on that. Because...
4: When the news came out that he didn't want to play for the Texans anymore, there was 20 teams giving phone calls. Like, Who doesn't want Deshaun Watson? Let's make a list. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have Tom Brady. Kansas City Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes. Dallas. Dallas has Dak. Your team. Green Bay Packers have Rodgers. Your Chargers have Herbert. Right. Who else is untradeable? Who else... Okay, Kyler Murray.
2: Kyler Murray's untradable. Uh yes, Russell hey,
4: Wilson. Russell Wilson.
2: At this point in time, I would say probably Taysom Hill and, and Jameis Winston aren't tradable. You have to give them a chance. Um
4: mm. I think the Saints, uh alleged crimes aside, the Saints would rather have Watson over that duo. Oh yeah. I I even heard there's, okay, the Saints so there's, were trying
3: to get Nick Foles. Mm. I was like, what for what?
2: Uh, I'll take I've <laughs> yeah. I've I've been on Says the New York Football Giants fan. I've been always been on the Nick Foles train, so I, he stands in the pocket and gets hit. But yeah, you're right. Philadelphia is a team that probably. Philadelphia, yeah, for sure.
4: Right. So I think there's about twenty teams before these uh, alleged crimes happened, or the the news of the alleged crimes came out. Twenty teams would want this guy as their starting quarterback, their franchise quarterback. He's tested. Mm-hmm. He has a great resume. And he's a franchise guy that you could just plug him in for 10 or 15 years. Then the news comes out, and there's one team that wants him now. There's one team that's willing to put up with this circus, and that's the Miami Dolphins. And apparently there is already a deal in place with the Miami Dolphins the second this lawsuit is over.
2: There's two teams now while you were sleeping. Per CBS Sports' Jason Lockenfora. Panthers are willing to part with three high picks and Christian McCaffrey. There's in, no way in a package for Watson.
4: That's a just a big bundle of lies. There, I they're think, not giving away McCaffrey. No, I think that's dumb. No, that's dumb. They'll give away some picks if they're willing to put up with the bad publicity.
3: And then Deshaun's like, "Why do I want to go there without McCaffrey there? Yeah, <laughs> like like that's why I would go. Yeah, exactly. McCaffrey
4: and DJ is I want him to be on my team. Right. So he'll just get there and demand another trade, I guess. <laughs> So I think I think a lot of it depends on your media market. Oh, very true. Like, you can't go to like the Bible Belt and yeah. play Deshaun Watson. He could go to Miami. Miami don't care. They don't care. Yeah, no, like you, they just want to win. I, I've heard about Miami's massage parlors. When- it's not new. <laughs> this is not new to Miami massage parlors he could go to he could go to new england do you think yeah. that's
2: what he's <laughs> just going to the owner owner robert Kraft. wasn't that in florida was it i mean it was yeah, it was before. it in the miami like south florida area see there, there you go yeah. so i think there's two
4: two landing spots right there I and mean, you think you think new england gives up matt jones a couple picks for deshaun watson or are they that sold on matt jones
2: i'm getting a, a little serious here you're you're probably right with the deshaun watson to the to the Bible belt. Not a good look. Uh when I was back east living in Jersey, the Jets and Giants were in dire straits, maybe for a quarterback. You had Eli on his tail end, and then you had whatever Sam Darnold was. Right. <laughs> um and there were talks about Colin Kaepernick. Now look, this is not my political opinion or anything, but it was res- it was this was said to me by guys I sat and had a had a beverage with um, in New Jersey, and it was like you have a lot of September, a, a lot of season ticket holders for the Jets and Giants that are directly related to tragedy from September 11th. Mm-hmm. Regardless of your political stance, like it kind of stood with me, like yeah, okay, maybe I, now I know why they're not going with Colin Kaepernick. Right. Again, it's not how I feel. I'm just saying that that I'm makes just, complete does it sense. make sense? Thank yes, you. Yeah, uh, yes, it does. And it's just the media spin too. Oh, yeah. Like
4: any reasonable person knows cap's real intentions of what he was doing it doesn't take a lot of of hardcore research to say oh this is what he actually said oh this is what he actually did oh this is who he consulted on all of his ideas anyways old old news so go cap history will look upon him fondly but deshaun watson and massage therapists who wants to take on that burden who wants to have that guy can you imagine man whatever team ends up with deshaun watson when Deshaun Watson goes on the road, the <laughs> signs they're going to have, the chants they're going to have. Are we throwing baby oil at him. Oh, I know. <laughs> There's people coming in with super soakers
1: of baby Dude. oil, just squirting them on the sideline. Yeah. Sir, you can't take that safflower oil into
3: the stadium. <laughs>
4: safflower! That's too specific. <laughs>
3: Mike, I'm not even going to ask you how. How
2: do you know? <laughs> do you know?
1: <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Uh, because my older sister used
3: to be a massage there therapist.
0: There you
2: go. I, always,
4: always a connection. He has a wealth of knowledge. I'm doing air
2: quotes. Yeah. My older sister. Ah, uh, okay. She's I love got you, her own.
1: She's got her own business. She does well even during the pandemic, man.
3: I think Deshaun's basically pigeonholed with – Miami. If you really think about it, I I do too. That's a good point. I don't see anywhere else where they could plug him in. They have a good. I'm just talking about the team aspect. They have a good team. They that needs a quarterback, and the fan base would not be in an uproar about this guy. So, it's only three short days
4: away. Is the deadline? Do you think Miami pulls the trigger and gets their franchise quarterback? and worries about the bad publicity later.
2: Winning cures all, man.
4: Yeah. I mean, I I think everyone deserves a second chance. I'm not going to judge somebody by one bad moment, by one poor decision, by one small series of decisions. But what he did, allegedly, is serial. Serial. Like, that's over a long period of time with a lot of people. And also, like If it was, like, two people, like, suing him just civilly, right. not criminally, just trying to get a payday, I'd be like, man, give this guy some credit. Right. But it's
3: 23 people. But how does it all of a sudden stop, though? If he's a serial person like that, yeah. that's something that's deeply embedded, and he's— it still has to be going on. That's how I feel.
4: Well, I mean, that's why if, he, if that's why he needs to go to New England, and he sits down with Robert Kraft. And Robert He'll Kraft is like, ways.
3: He's like, here's the game plan, buddy. Here's the underground
4: of this. There, I'm going to show you. <laughs> Bill, Bill Belichick has one playbook for you. Yeah.
3: I got another playbook for you. <laughs> Sit down. Let's wrap. Well, I'm looking at Miami. You know, they, they picked up. Well, they picked up. They drafted Waddle. That's a perfect – Perfect connection right there. Yeah. Tua's not cutting it. I'm sorry. I, I I'm so glad they let Herbert fall to us. <laughs> that's a beautiful thing. Every it? Sunday. Uh I just I've never been a Tua believer, even in college. I haven't either. He um
4: he's got all the tools, right? Big arm, you know, he's got legs, he's had success at every level. But that long wind up throw takes forever. that's not NFL. Yeah. That's not he can't make quick slants, he can't make quick decisions on the run. He's gotta take get completely flat footed and wind up to throw. Like that's that's not NFL.
2: I'm a firm believer in the powerhouse that is Alabama. Yes, you have your talent, but I think that there are players that go there that they are what is around them. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think I'm not saying two is a two is a better quarterback than I am. I mean <laughs> Okay. I, I don't play professional football. That was a bad joke. But I, I don't I think he was a result of the Alabama team around him not necessarily him being the great quarterback i think mac jones is great i think jalen Hurts is right. a, is this outstanding quarterback uh I, i've never really been impressed with two and i'm really not impressed with his his uh little brother out in maryland so i yeah he, <laughs> he i i think from a x is an o standpoint i mean i don't have to tell you this but i'm gonna say it anyway because i'm here to talk deshaun watson is light years ahead of Tua. Oh yeah
4: yeah i agree and even even Matt Jones, you saw him come in and be immediately a competent NFL
3: quarterback. That surprised me. Really? I was a firm believer, kind of like you said, that the Alabama quarterbacks are a product of those great receivers that they've had. Great offensive line. Oh, everything. Defense gives them the ball right back. Running back. Sure. But he was the one that really surprised me. It, it It took me a good two weeks. And I was like, okay, he's got it. Even though they weren't winning, but you could tell.
1: I think if he could stay healthy and he couldn't do that even in college, if he could stay healthy he's a better quarterback. And I think Flores is trying to cover for him in the fact that he doesn't want him to him he doesn't want Tua to lose his confidence because I think a young quarterback it's easy to do if you don't have a lot of quick success like a Mahomes. Of course you're gonna lose confidence. Your team's trading for another guy. They just
4: drafted you as their franchise quarterback. I think he's not a bad
1: quarterback, a number two quarterback, but I think he's a good backup. But they got to find out here in the Miami brass, that the management and find out very quick what they're going to do with them for the future.
3: It you know it's bad when you Google your name and Deshaun Watson Deshaun comes, Watson comes is up. First result, he's the first <laughs> result. Yeah. <is> the first <laughs> result. <laughs> <laughs> All right, more football
4: talk when we get back. You're listening to ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back, Albuquerque. You're listening to Dave and Buster's Presents, ABQ Central, live from the At Talk ABQ studio. We are powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee, and we play on Team I-9 Sports. And during Sober October, we're getting strong with Evolve Strong. NFL weekend. Next three weeks are very important for a lot of these three and four middling teams, especially with the trade deadline looming in the next couple days. By
1: the way, Van, can I jump in real quickly? If uh, please this, do. If the playoffs started today, the Cincinnati Bengals would have the number one seed in the it's AFC.
0: Cincinnati crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Cincinnati, chili for all.
4: So on Wednesday before... Our Green Bay Packers, go pack go, upset the Cardinals. The number one seed in the NFC was the Arizona Cardinals. The number one seed in the AFC was the Cincinnati Bengals. If you pick both of those teams at the beginning of the year, I want to see it on paper because if not, you're a liar. <laughs> yeah. You are a liar. No way. If you expected that. Do an NFL pick'em a little matchup analysis with your boys in studio. We got Robert Buck D. Gibson here with us. Comedian, radio host, sports fan, L.A. sports lover. We have Ryan Tamari here with us, who's joined us every 10 to 11 o'clock hour, as long as I could remember. But I have that weird brain disease where I could only remember like six weeks back. So he's been here for like six weeks in a row. <laughs> and of course, on the other side of the glass, Mike Vital giving actual expert analysis because he's the only expert here. Thursday night, Packers, air quotes, upset the Cardinals, even though they're a very good football team and won six games in a row. Uh, not, a lot of, not a big surprise to a lot of people. I, unfortunately, in both of my pick leagues, went the smart move, listened to Vegas, saw who was at home, and I picked the Cardinals. So I already started off with an L this week. Oh, but let's move on. Six and on. a
1: half points, though—that was a large. That one. is so
4: much, and the Packers had so many players out. We've covered this ad nauseum. So, let's move on to tomorrow's games: Carolina Panthers and whichever quarterback Sam Darnold is. He's a completely different quarterback without Christian McCaffrey helping him out. They're visiting the home Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons are kind of like the Vikings to me, which team is going to show up each week. I have the Panthers continuing their skid without Christian
3: McCaffrey. Give me Atlanta at home, Buck, who you got? I'm going with the Falcons as well. They they're they're looking a whole lot better than what they did at the beginning of the season. Matt Ryan is, you know, looks like he's he's he's, he's figuring out his weapons. Yeah. So I I'm, I'm going to go with the Falcons. Right, I'm going to take Atlanta
2: too, but I agree with both of you. It's which Atlanta team is going to show up. I mean, sure. you look at the results and you're like, Atlanta lost that game, and then you're like, Atlanta won that game. What you know?
4: So we're we're doing these straight pick'em. By the way, I mean, if there's like a really close one, we could check out the spread, but this is just a pick'em, no. gentlemen. I'm, you avo- sure? I'm
2: I'm avoiding that mistake this weekend.
4: Okay. <laughs> Because last weekend... What happened last weekend? I was just
2: telling everybody my bets. like, yeah. oh. And I hope nobody listened to them because they and were horrendous.
4: Yeah, one of them that he should have kept to his damn self was he took Wyoming minus 20... My alma mater. Oh. ...against Lobo legend undefeated Isaiah
2: Chavez. Tom Brady. The
4: new yeah, Tom the Brady. New, the new Tom Brady. <laughs> the new look Tennessee Titans, who are a completely different team the last four weeks or on the road with the Indianapolis Colts, who also look like a different team the last four weeks. I thought the Titans would be a favorite after these last two wins, but Vegas has the Colts minus two and a half as the favorite. I think Tennessee is too hot. I think Tennessee is the superior team. I have the Colts playing well throughout the year and sneaking into the playoffs with the AFC wildcard spot, but I think Tennessee is a better team. I got Tennessee controlling the
3: ball. And the clock. Who you got, Buck? Oh, I'm gonna have to go against you. I'm gonna go with the Colts. You in Vegas? Something tells me um the Colts that loss to the Ravens kind of woke them up from something. I don't. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. But also playing at home, they're playing at home, so I'm gonna go with the Colts on this one.
2: I'm riding the Titans train, Sweet. and 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 sticking to the season, being that it's Halloween. If I'm as good as that Colts defense is. I'm scared of seeing Derrick Henry tomorrow. Mm. Yeah.
4: Yeah, everyone's
3: scared of seeing Derrick Henry. Every week. That was corny. Yeah, every week. That was corny
2: as hell, though.
4: (laughs) Every week. Okay, I think this is basically a bye week for Buffalo. If we're talking points, you might want to give the Dolphins some credit. If Tua (laughs) makes some big plays, Uh, I think Buffalo just demolishes Miami at home. I'm with you. They hit a 40-piece on them. It's going to be bad. Yeah. But you don't. You never know, because Buffalo might be the team, like, okay, the Dolphins are garbage. This is the week where we work on some stuff. Like, do we just ground and pound this week? Do we, like, try to work on new defensive schemes? Like, maybe we keep them in the game to practice what it's like to be close in the second half. I don't think that's going to happen. I think Buffalo
2: just demolishes them. I like Buffalo straight up, but minus 14 is a lot of points, but... If I was a gambling man, which I am, I might consider the minus 14. Yeah. The number
4: one seed by the aforementioned super producer Mike Vitale, Cincinnati Bengals, go to the ghost of the New York Jets on <laughs> Halloween. This is going to be a big spread. I think, what is it? Do would you have it up right now? It's like, 11. 11? Yeah, I think it started off ten and a half. So obviously everyone's betting on the Bengals to demolish the Jets.
1: Don't forget that the Tennessee Titans lost in week one to the Jets. Doesn't make any sense now. Whatsoever.
4: But. Yeah, whatsoever. I mean, the Packers got demolished by the Saints week one too, then they won seven straight. You're just so. saying
1: the NFL week to week lead.
4: You never know, right? Uh I obviously got Cincinnati straight up. Uh the Jets are without their young quarterback. Yeah. Is that gonna help them or hurt them? I don't <laughs> know. But I cannot pick against and I cannot bet against the Cincinnati
3: Bengals right now. I'm with you, Bengals. They're hot. Burrow, he's caught his stride. It, he, gets it, to, he gets to play football with his best friend. I know, and, and and it's like, it's like they're in each other's fantasy team or something. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I got you, bro. Don't worry about it. I got you this week.
1: Burrow has completed eighty percent of his passes this season.
3: That's insane. Jeez.
1: Oh, holy moly.
2: I did not know that. That is impressive. I've I've liked Joe Burrow since. His his last year at LSU, uh, his, his I guess his junior year was pretty good. Um, I don't know why I'm bringing that up. I guess I just have a man crush on Joe Burrow. Cincinnati all day, and again, I will probably take the points. I would take Cincinnati minus eleven.
4: I would take Cincinnati points oh, on this one too. Definitely, because they got that momentum. They want to prove they're for real, so they want to demolish everybody. They're hungry. I don't even know who the Jets backup
2: is. Something white. I have yeah. no idea. <laughs> Generic generic quarterback.
3: Yeah. Yeah. A 60 on Madden. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Pittsburgh
4: Steelers visit the home Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns are not as good as I thought they were. I think the Cleveland Browns have a super talented roster, and we'll still put it together sometime throughout this season and play as a complete team. With that being said, I think Pittsburgh goes into Cleveland and steals a win here because mm-hmm. i don't have a great reason here except for the browns are kind of stumbling and fumbling and i don't think they have it together as a team and pittsburgh will just ground and pound and hand it to Najee harris 30 times control the clock and do
3: enough to win it's gonna be a ugly game I, a lot of running a lot of rushing yards <sighs> this was a hard one actually it's one of the hardest ones this week yeah um I don't know if if Hunt is going to play. Chubb is uh, back, isn't he?
1: Yeah, it? Uh, Hunt will not play. Hunt, Hunt will play.
4: I think and Chubb will have a light workload. And gonna, and the third stringer, Johnson, killed it. Last oh, time. my goodness. I'm, uh, uh,
3: I'm going with the home team. I'm going home. with the
4: Browns. That's the smart pick. Yeah. I have no expert analysis for why I'm picking the Steelers this week. It's just like a,
3: mm, okay. I,
2: it's a pick em game, but I like – Cleveland at home. That's the smart money right they there. They are still coming off that beat down in the wild card game. Um, the spread is minus four. I, I would like, I if I was a betting man, which I am, as I continue to say, Pittsburgh plus four. We'll do one more real quick before
4: we go to break. Uh, one of the snoozers of the week. Um, at the beginning of the year, I thought Jalen Hurts was the real deal. He has not played like that since week two. The Eagles visit the Lions. Uh, smart money is on Philadelphia to do what they need to do to beat the Lions. Do the Lions get their first win this week? I say no. Buck, who you got?
3: Eagles. I, I can't pick the Lions. It's hard man. to do, right? Yeah. they, they got to win eventually. They are losing games like my Chargers were losing games for the last three or four seasons. <laughs> they 70-yard field goals safeties with no time on the clock
2: oh and infinity in one score
3: games (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. so yeah i'm I'm gonna go with the eagles
2: the new york giants fan never bets on philadelphia
3: there you go all
2: right detroit all day
4: detroit gets their first win says prognosticator ryan tamari more football talk when we get back you're listening to abq central on 95.9 fm and am 610 the sports animal well, welcome back to the program. We're on a Fredless Saturday. Fred's out on assignment in beautiful and historic Las Vegas, New Mexico.
1: You were out on assignment during the week. I was sick. I wish I was out on assignment. <laughs> you blamed it on your Astros
4: team. No, Fred blamed it on the Astros. Hey,
2: at least I came out of the bullpen.
4: I blamed it on hosting the fall festival at the Rio Rancho Event Center <laughs> and City Center because there's like 5,000 people there. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Surprise, surprise, the first time I'm around a bunch of children, I get sick. Of course, that's how it works. (laughs) We're joined by comedian and radio host Buck D, and as you know, who joins us every week on our last hour, the new Oracle, Ryan Tamari. Ryan won our (laughs) Pick'em League last week by one game. Hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Thank God we didn't so, include that Wyoming, New Mexico game in
4: there. Yeah, we're not talking college. He won the NFL pick 'em, not the college pick 'em. And Vital never wins pick 'em because he just picks the upset every single game. And then on Monday, he's like, I told you. I was like, you can't pick every upset and then say, I told you so. That's not how it works. All right. Tamari had the Lions getting their first win. We move on to. What I consider the best roster in all of football, the Los Angeles Rams, visit the hapless, lowly Houston Texans who might have Terod Taylor back. So their only win of the year, they had Terod Taylor under center. Does this matter whatsoever, or is this just going to be the worst blowout ever?
3: Of course, I have the Rams. I have the Rams, but the real bet here is how long Tyrod Taylor's going to (laughs) last. you talking like minutes, quarters, games? I I say quarters. I I don't see him making it to the fourth quarter. He'll come out after halftime, midway in the third. Aaron Donald just puts him back where he came from. Okay, speaking of Tyrod Taylor... (laughs) His injury when he was on your Chargers yeah. is one of the biggest freak injuries in the history of sports. I love our training staff for making this happen. It <laughs> yeah, helped you. Yeah. I think it was a conspiracy. I agree. It's I, a conspiracy. Tyrod Taylor
2: is not starting. It's Davis Mills again. Is it Davis oh, Mills, Mills again?
4: Okay. All right. So you got the Rams in, obviously. Oh,
2: yeah. Well, yeah. So the over-under on uh, Tyrod Taylor minutes is at zero, and I will take it. <laughs> You'll take it. And I'll take it. That's
4: a smart bet. Okay, another close-ish game. The 49ers, who are, who are they? Are they healthy? Are they held together with duct tape? The 49ers travel to Chicago to play the almost 500 Bears. Mm. I am a Justin Fields homer. I am a Justin Fields apologist. I don't think it is Justin Fields' skill level why he's playing this poorly. I think it's the scheme, and I think it's the coaching. Cannot hone in on his skill set. 49ers are hobbled. Um, I think it's going to be a super close game. I would take the Bears and the points, but I have the Forty ers winning. Who you got, Buck?
3: Uh, I am not sold on Jimmy G at all. Who should be Cool G Rap? That's what I call him. Cool G Rap. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I, I can't pick the Forty ers here. Okay, you got I Chicago. Like, I, I don't I have the Bears because of their defense and because of who the Forty ers have at quarterback. Look. Justin Fields will turn the corner. I promise oh, yeah, you give that. Him
4: time. I He's will early. die on that hill. Will Bears Nation be patient enough? Because Chicago, <laughs> like, better be. It's not right. like they had a plethora of. Well, they got no no one in the history of the organization. They got anybody ever
1: at the worst <laughs> offensive line, worst coach, and the worst general manager. Sure, that's not good for a young
4: quarterback. And Chicago has like just the spiciest sports fans. Like Philly and Chicago. Mm-hmm they're just the worst. Like they have no patience whatsoever. Zero. Who you got, Ryan?
2: I have the Bears. Because I love I, I love Justin Fields at Ohio State. Some of those throws he made in that play, uh, college football playoff last year was fantastic. Um but what's still and I still keep bringing this up because I still think that the 49ers were a fluke two years ago when they got to the, the Super Bowl. I almost said World Series to the Super Bowl. Jimmy G is twenty four, is ten as a starting quarterback for the 49ers.
4: And see, I think that's a team thing, not oh, a it Jimmy is. G yeah. thing. I can't,
3: little... I can't stand when they pull that stat up. It's like it's not because of him. Have you ever seen?
4: Have you ever seen a highlight of Jimmy G? Exactly. There you go. <laughs> not one highlight. His whole career. Not one highlight. Well,
3: when he was dating the porn star, that was
4: like the best That's highlight. ever. Highlight.
2: <laughs> and she said he was a gentleman, so kudos to him.
4: Hey, I would not be gentle in that never, situation. Never. Buck <laughs> Buck, we can just we could just skip you on this round. We got the Patriots visiting the Chargers, oh, yeah. Ryan,
2: who you got. I, you know, I am a Bill Belichick defender because of the roots to the Giants. But I am on the hair bear excuse me. Oh my hair bear. <laughs> uh, a I, I, I am on the Justin Herbert train. I love oh, yeah. him too. I've always pseudo liked Oregon Ducks. Love the Chargers. I like them in a close game, maybe a field goal.
3: Oh. I actually think coming out of our bye, we got everybody back. I got us I got us winning by a touchdown at least. Yeah, I got the
4: Chargers winning just because of their team, just because of their skill set. But the Patriots are playing like a team. Now they're playing more old school Patriots football, running the ball, playing good defense, dink and dunk with uh back then they didn't want me, now I'm hot, they all on me. <laughs> Mac <Matt> Jones. Who? <laughs>
3: so yeah, so I ev- would be more afraid if we were playing in Foxborough. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Okay.
4: A Russell wilson Wilsonless Seahawks host the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars will be good eventually. Can Gino, he's had three straight weeks with the ball in his hand and a touchdown wins the game. <laughs> he has not scored that touchdown. I think it happens again, and the Jaguars squeak out a close one in Seattle. Ooh. There you go,
2: Vitaly. Ooh! Here's your upset special.
4: You got? I, There's my upset, Vital Jaguars.
3: Yeah, all right. I'm actually with you guys on this one. Okay, you guys. I like Jack- Jacksonville. I like what I saw when they were over in uh, England. So, so the NFL like put
4: Seattle in a bunch of primetime games right after Russell Wilson got hurt. So I've seen a lot of Geno Smith the last few weeks, mm-hmm. and I'm just not a believer. I'm rooting for the guy. He's a great guy, and he's like the kind of backup you want to see him have success. But he just doesn't have that it. He doesn't yeah. have that chutzpah. Yeah.
2: In the words of John Gruden, he's a real guy's guy. He's a guy's guy. He's a oh, guy. I'm
3: glad you used those words for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. <laughs> he's one of
2: those his kind. Guys. His kind words. Yeah. <laughs> his kindergarten words. I like Seattle, just in case you guys cared. Okay. We do. I care about you greatly. <laughs> in possibly
4: the game of the week, Tampa Bay Buccaneers go to Nowlands to play The Saints. You got it it pulled up. Is Taysom Hill back? Is he playing in this game?
2: Let me find out.
4: I think the Saints are a Taysom Hill away from making this game competitive. I think Jameis Winston is the obvious NFL football starter for the New Orleans Saints. If they're going to have any kind of real NFL success this year, it's going to be with Jameis Winston under center. But with that being said, Taysom Hill's the most fun to watch in the NFL. He can do everything on that field. And if Taysom Hill plays, I think the Saints beat the spread, but I got the Bucks winning for sure.
2: That's a negative Ghost Rider. He is one of Saint, four Saints players rolled out for Sunday's game against the Bucks. Okay,
3: well, I think it's, it's smooth sailing for the Bucks. There. Yeah, I'm with you. The Bucks—they're going to be on Jameis the entire game. It, that, that I'm, and Jameis I'm on. Be on I'm
4: on the famous Jameis bandwagon. I think he's better than people give him credit for. Definitely, he threw all those interceptions blind. <laughs> He refused, he refused to get contacts or glasses, <laughs> and he finally got LASIK, and now he's not blind now. Can you imagine winning the Heisman Trophy,
2: playing in the NFL, blind? I can't imagine throwing a pass blind. I, this is coming from somebody who wears glasses.
4: Did you just like this throw it to the blur that's closest to the color of your team for all that time? <laughs> I can't believe it. Who you got, Ryan? I
2: like Tampa. I'm rolling on the Tampa Bay train.
4: Oh, you got to. Okay. This is also a 50 50 game to me. Uh, I got the football team on the road because I am not convinced that the Broncos' offense can score. I'm sure their defense can score. I got Washington winning a close one in Denver. Who you got, Buck?
3: Yes, I'm with you. Give me the football team. I love Heineke. He's I close. love him, man. He's I close, that guy. right? He's so close. Yeah.
2: Country roads take me home. John Denver.
4: Okay. That's the smart pick right there.
2: I like Denver at home. I think Denver is due.
4: They're due for a bounce back. They can run the ball and eat clock. That's the smart pick here. I just think Washington has better skill position players, and they get a couple big, big games. Another game that I think is going to be closer than most people in Albuquerque think because Albuquerque is a cowboy town. Dallas Cowboys visit the Minnesota Vikings, who always play better at home. If you're a betting man, I would say take the Vikings and the points. But I think Dallas is just too good for Minnesota. The offense does everything need to do to get into the low 30s. The Vikings' offense doesn't have enough to reach the 30s. I got Cowboys' low 30s, Vikings' high 20s. They get a squeaker in Minnesota. Who you got, Ryan?
2: As much as I dislike the Dallas Cowboys, uh, they are underdogs in this game. Uh, and you're speaking about the points; it's Minnesota minus three, which I'm very shocked at. We don't know if Dak's playing. I think it's a game time decision still. I gotta ride the Dallas train, man. I think they are as good as anybody in the league um, until the second round of the playoffs. Okay, I'll tell. You, I'll do.
4: I'll do everyone on this pick a favor. If there's no Dak, it's a wash. Yeah, Because I would pick Minnesota with no Dak. I think that's a no-brainer. I think Dak plays.
3: They're going to play him. They they love winning. Who doesn't? But it's different when it's the Cowboys. They've done a lot of winning the last 25 years. (laughs) Uh, But with that being said, even with Dak, I'm going with the Vikings. Mm -hmm. Only because this is a primetime game. And the primetime games, it's just something different. I, I like Minnesota at home on this one. And I know, Vital,
4: you got the Vikings too, don't you?
3: Doing an
1: upset.
4: Upset I have special. The, I have the Saints also on an upset. upset. Ding,
1: ding, 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 ding.
4: <laughs> okay, we're up against it right now. We got one more pick real quick. Ryan, your Giants visit the who are they <laughs> Chiefs. Do Is the Chiefs defense that bad that the Chiefs make Daniel Jones look like Patrick
2: Mahomes? Daniel Jones has played much better than people think. I think Kansas City is going to win this game in the second half, but I think the Giants are going to put points up. You have some talent, and Daniel Jones has showed that this year. Giants in the Giants and the points. Saquon out?
4: I don't know yet. You don't know yet. Okay, G, game time decision. Buck, who you got? Oh, it pains for me to say this. Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs. Yeah, I got the Chiefs as well. They're just too good offensively. All of Mahomes' interceptions except for two have been off of the hands of his receivers. Mahomes is not playing as bad as the media will portray. All of those interceptions were from perfect throws that went through his receivers' hands. It's all about the Chiefs' defense going forward. Patrick Mahomes is fine. Chiefs Nation, chill out. We haven't assigned a varsity yet today, so we're going to pick it during the commercial break. More ABQ Central when we get back. you listen to 95.9 FM and AM 610, D sports animal. Welcome back to Dave and Buster's Presents, ABQ Central. We're live from the At Talk ABQ studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. As always, we play on Team I-9 Sports, and we're getting strong with Evolve Strong. And it's not just because Sober October. I love me some Evolve Strong. If you're looking in the mirror right now, and you don't like what you see, or if you are laboring as you're going up the stairs and you're breathing too hard. You want to make that first step in your fitness journey. Do not be scared. Take that first step with Evolve Strong. That's E-V-O-L-V, EvolveStrong.com. Nicest people in the business. They will help you start your fitness journey. So as you know, loyal listener, every week, the last segment, we do the I-9 Sports Varsity. And I-9 Sports does it better than anyone else in Albuquerque. Youth sports programs in Albuquerque, Rio Rancho, Edgewood, and the surrounding areas. If you want to get in touch with them and see all of the programs they offer, the phone number is 505-312-4999. There are so many sports and so many ways that they can support local youth. The website is I-9sports.com. If you're curious, check out I-9sports.com. They are willing to have fun with and support and teach and nurture your children in a safe manner here in Albuquerque with all the challenges of COVID and everything else that's going on in Albuquerque. Usually we just choose organically the I-9 varsity throughout the show sometime, but we got too much caught up in our own biz. So we're like, okay, last commercial break, we'll figure it out. Ryan, you brought up a story <laughs> that I was like, oh, surprise, surprise, surprise. That happened. So give us a story, and I'll give us the I-9
2: varsity for today. I mean, I'm not shocked, and I don't think probably the rest of the rap world is. Uh, Rapper Fetty Wap from Northern Jersey is facing life in prison after getting arrested for distributing more than 100 kilos of cocaine, heroin, fentanyl, and crack across Long
3: Island and New Jersey. Wow a lot of crack. He's about to get 1738 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's going to get. I can't make a trap queen joke. Anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, queen, yeah. obviously that song was real. Like yeah, he I, really had I, a trap queen. I
2: literally just thought about that during the when I'm reading that. I'm like, I couldn't think of the song. I was like, oh yeah, trap queen. That's <laughs> If irony was a thing, I guess. Mm-hmm.
4: So a guy who raps about selling drugs gets arrested for selling true? drugs. <laughs> surprise,
3: surprise. Well, in so, today's society, it doesn't really go like that. You know, it's right. just a guy that they get. And Why didn't you ball. get a permit? Yeah, <laughs> this is, Most of this is legal.
4: <laughs> so the I-9 varsity of today is rappers, musicians, celebrities that you would not be surprised that got arrested.
3: I got one. You go first. Off the top. And it is surprising, but the way that society is going, people just coming out. Finding out things about him, Morgan Freeman. There's got to be some dirt on Morgan Freeman's, <laughs> the voice of God. There's gonna uh, be something that comes out about him. Andy Dufresne. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Morgan Freeman has he's, he's, it's something. He's got some skeletons it's, in the closet. It, it's he's too he's been old since the 70s. So he, he survived. He survived me too. He, all of this. He survived all of it. He's yeah. You don't so you don't think Morgan Freeman is squeaky clean? No. No. He's and like, I wouldn't be surprised when it, something comes out. He's a drug mule. <laughs> <laughs> in Jersey with, for Fetty Wap. <laughs> well, for Fetty Wap. <laughs> Who do you got, Ryan?
2: This is a doozy for me. Usually I'm pretty quick-witted with this type of things. I, I don't know. Maybe I just like saying his name, Donald Trump. Okay. <laughs> he took the
3: easy way out. <laughs> took the
2: easy way out. Okay, but what has he done? What that, hasn't he done? That
4: hasn't been yeah, in the news we're yet. We're up against the clock, so. <laughs> yeah, he gets, He gets away with everything already.
2: I'm going to throw this one out there. How about Alec Baldwin? Okay. Oh.
4: Uh, he's, he's got bodies now. Yeah, yeah, he's got a body count. He's got All switch. right, I got one that isn't a hypothetical that actually happened. You know this. No Limit rapper C. Murder oh. murdered a guy. Yes. The guy with murder in his name you, murdered somebody. You know he's surprise, gonna, surprise. You know he's supposed to get out soon. Yeah, and he's, he's like... Kim Kardashian is trying to get him out of jail early on a technicality. Yeah. That is hilarious. Yeah. So in our duh, surprise, surprise, see murder, murder a guy.
2: <laughs> Did you guys hear about, I, this isn't a celebrity making this real quick. Did you guys hear about the guy that got let out of jail or prison here and then he
3: was arrested within minutes of being released? Yeah, because he got on top of the squad car yeah. because they didn't give him all of his belongings. Oh, my goodness. Yes. This was down at Hobbs. Okay.
4: That's a, that's a decent reason, actually. Uh, yeah. He like, right, where's my stuff? I can You're see just if he was out? well. I can
2: see if he was outside naked, but
3: <laughs> yeah, you have better clothes. Story. I don't know Much better story. you have clothes on. Just leave, <laughs> call him.
2: <laughs> uh, say, I just got a push notification. No Saquon Monday night. No Saquon for sure. Nope.
3: That changes no pickups for that game. <laughs> no. I don't think so.
4: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Thank you to I nine Sports for all their support throughout the the history of the show. They are the best in the business. If your kid want something to do on the weekends, on weeknights. They did it the best during the shutdown, during the pandemic, and they're continuing to do it better than anyone else. That's i9sports.com. Thanks for sponsoring the varsity segment, which we almost just breeze past today, but I'm glad we had at least a couple minutes. Ryan Tamari, thanks for joining us once again. Always. You are amazing, and you're an absolute honor to have on the show every week. You're a wealth of sports knowledge and entertainment. I try. Two days in a row, hey. Robert, Buck D, Buck Dangerous. Yes. Buck D'Angelo from the How Does It Feel video. <laughs> I actually have the, one of those
3: videos floating out there. Yeah, you with the How Does It Feel? Yeah, all lubed up. I won't, I won't send it to you. <laughs> was, okay, I, I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather you didn't.
2: I can't. Never mind. I wish I had a, name or a nickname like you, Buck Dangerous. <laughs>
3: We can give you one. You just can't give yourself your own name. I, I, I agree with that. It was nice meeting you, Ryan. Pleasure to meet you, so. too. You guys are very professional. I love this. All right, man. Well, good to have you. Got to have you back whenever you want back on. Thanks for the
4: callers and the texters. Thank you for Howard for the shout-out and the kind words. Thank you to star and TV, uh, Star of TV and radio, KOB TV's own Brandon Ortega, from catching us up on the local sports world and what's going on on Halloween. Thank you to David Carl of New Mexico United for calling in and letting us know what the haps is on New Mexico United. And thank you, Albuquerque, for being such loyal fans and such loyal listeners. We love your support. Thank you for all the kind words on the text line today. Big shot out. You've been listening to ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal.